Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good evening. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, episode number 44 on Tuesday night, February the 10th, year 2015. Yes, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To join us in the chat room or to listen via live stream, visit us online at TalkShoe.com. The show's ID number is 133. One nine three, and for those of you who are listening on the internet radio, uh, you can call in if you would like to call in. This is the call in number: dial seven two four 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 seven four four four. I repeat: seven two four 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 seven four four four. And I'm saying to all whom are under the sound of my voice, peace, love, and good health. We have a phenomenal, phenomenal artist that's going to be joining us on the call tonight. And before that artist is introduced, and before we turn the spotlight onto the artist, I'm going to just share with everyone a few things. First, giving thanks to the Almighty, giving thanks to our Creator, our Source, giving thanks to the power that gives us the power to be whom we are, giving thanks to our ancestors because we know that they paved the way for us to be where we are in the universe today and in life itself giving thanks to our community because without a community, we don't have an identity or faith. How can we consider ourselves to be a nation if we know not what community means? Giving thanks to all of the freedom fighters, all of those who are responsible for ending slavery, human trafficking of the African diaspora, in the Americas, we're giving acknowledgement to them, giving acknowledgement to the Nat Turners, giving acknowledgement to the Harriet Tubmans, giving acknowledgement to the Marcus Garveys, giving acknowledgement to the kings and queens, the royal uh, tea of the African uh, continent, those who have established government, those whom have established identity and heritage so that we can know who we are. Let us not forget to acknowledge our roots, for just as a tree without its roots becomes a dead trunk, so are we. So with that being said, this is February, and yes, in 
America, and specifically in North America, we are acknowledging Black History Month, and we are saluting all of the black heroes and heroines whom have come, they came and whom have conquered and whom have overcome oppression, slavery, discrimination, prejudice, hatred, haters, everything that was here to adverse or be an adversary to their triumph. They did not quit. They fought, many bled, and they even died so that we could taste of the liberties that we do have here in America today. So we want to acknowledge them and give them a proper praise and thanks for we know that they fought and they did triumph for us to have the ability to say, I am somebody today. So let us not forget them. Let us remember they are the bridge that we cross over. I want to acknowledge I'm looking at our chat room. We also have Florida on the call. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, Florida. We have Texas on the call, and I want to check in with Texas. Texas, are you Queen Nikki Ferdow's spirit on the call tonight? That could be me. That could very well be me. Good evening, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, it is a good evening, and I'm so glad to confirm that it is you. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a hearty welcome to the co-host of the Exceptional Scribble Show, none other than Queen Nikki Ferdow Spirit. And she's coming to us live all the way from... Is it Dallas, Texas? Houston. Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. And please pardon me. I said Dallas. I don't I don't want to say the wrong city. <laughs> well, right. we know that it's the Lone Star State, correct? Right on. That's that's fair enough. <laughs> that's fair enough. Well, it's an honor to have you on the panel with me tonight and we're just now um we're in intro mode right now, just giving our Spotlight feature artists a chance to call into the show tonight. Um, we do want to acknowledge we have Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer on the line. Welcome, Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer. Good evening. Good evening, Francine. How you doing? We're doing fine. We're doing fine. We're glad that you could join us tonight. And I'm going to ask you, because I do understand and I do appreciate your artistry as a scribe. Would you happen to have a poem that you can share with everyone on the call tonight? (laughs) Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Thank you. Excellent. (laughs) You want that now? You want that now? Yes, and I'm I'm just going to mute because I'm hearing some background noise. I'm just going to mute all of Actually, Francine, before you do that, yes. let me 
apologize to everyone and inform you that I am driving, and so you will hear some backseat from from me while I'm driving. So, yes, go ahead and mute my mic so that it doesn't affect the show. And if I have anything that I need to say, you can just kind of check in with me. I'll be driving for about an hour, actually. Oh, okay, no problem. I don't want to affect the show. Right. Well, I want to thank you, Queen Nikki Fertile Spirit, for that update. So I'm aware that there may be some uh, environmental uh, sounds that I might hear because of you being in traveling uh, mode right now. Thank you so much. I'm I'm just going to uh, take precautionary measure and mute all of the mics at this time. And I'm going to make certain to do that whenever anyone is reciting poetry or if anyone is speaking, just so that everyone can be heard when it's their time to speak on the mic, okay? So thank you again, Queen Nikki, and thank you, everyone, for cooperating at this time. Okay, Joe, the verbal mind dancer, one more moment. Okay, you are on the mic. The mic is now in your hands. Okay. This is titled Sharp Soup. I'm here to analyze the books and crunch the numbers. I walk alone at night avoiding the slumber. A man will lose his job today. No mortgage today. He'll soon face his new place of brick and mortar. Crime and disorder and his daughters, God willing, won't be feeling strange hands. Where will they land? Maybe up to fate. The system doesn't wait. Prayers too late. Those precious lives had to separate. One placed in a home filled with love of the wrong kind. One held back screaming, losing ties that bind. The numbers say he's not needed. Like the length of a dress where the hemlines exceeded the desired style. Meanwhile, there's more cuts to be made. I'm a slave to the bottom line. Tenure doesn't matter. As a woman gathers her things, coffee mugs and key rings of places she'd just been, 20 years living a dream, now deemed unnecessary. Those numbers don't vary or carry emotion. I walk in the ocean of fear when I appear. Corporate doors close as I impose on their calm. The CEO was up in arms. He was too political. His position wasn't that critical. Not to be satirical, he had to go too. To a liquor cabinet full of rules, his brain matter oozed out. Having all that clout was something he couldn't stand to lose. So I pace with lives lost to numbers. I see ledgers and files. There's that thunder, thunder in my head, and I wonder, am I ruining lives or just doing my job? Treating people like used corn cobs, I could quit. But another sharp suit will still be doing the same old step. So I pace and become the shape I hate, sharp shears that create tears and make the numbers appear valid for the next fiscal year in poem. Mm. Wow. That that piece is a very reflective piece. What I really appreciate about your pen, though the verbal mind dancer is the following. You write in such a way that it provokes thought. It makes one reflect on the message 
It makes one even reflect on themselves and how that message relates to them in a personal way. Um, I really like that piece. I thought it was a very uh, reflective and a meditative verse. Scribe on, scribe on. Thank you, Francine. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, Dr. Sharonda, are you, you're still on the line? <clears throat> Dr. Sharonda? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Welcome back. I can hear you now. Thank you. My um, phone muted, so you wouldn't hear something in the background. Oh, okay. I'm glad glad that your line is open now. Now, my question to you is, um, were you able to hear that poem that Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer just Yes. Said? Yes. If you could give us some feedback, um, how that piece, uh, what it meant to you and how uh, you were able to interpret it, that would be a a pleasure for us all. Thank you. Well, um, I just looked at it as um, he was reflecting on the world today and how it is and, and some of the unfortunate things. Um, he had a line in there when he when he talks about um, a young lady getting touched in a wrong way. I can't recall the the, the exact line, but I I mean he said some something that just like I was like mm, and it was just like really really dead on. Mm mm. So you touched it was that one uh, line in that poem that really stood out with you. Whenever a line will stand out to an individual It's because it is pertinent information. I think at this time right now, uh, domestic abuse is being uh, much discussed about. Um, a lot of advocacy groups are doing a lot of promotional ads, whether it be on television or on the radio. And just in public, you'll see a lot of ads just pr- promoting the need for women's rights protection, Mm -hmm. you know, for us to advocate for it, whether it be in the workplace, um, whether it be in public places, uh, you know, because you can be abused in many ways, not just physically. You can be abused verbally, um, emotionally. So um, I think that that's a very good thing that that would stand out to you because he being a male writing a piece like that, um, that's a positive. That's a plus. So, Joe, the verbal mind dear sir, what is what are your thoughts after hearing the feedback from Dr. Sharonda on your piece? Well, I'm, I'm uh, actually glad that she caught that line because, uh, mm. you know, and the you know the little short little story in between the poem is, you know, father lost his job and you know his, his children had to be separated and all that. You know, mm-hmm. you, still, you think you're going to a house full of love and all that because, you know, the, all the papers are right and correct and like that. But uh, in the meantime, you know, she's getting touched by the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, you, know, you know, even though the the surface uh, might look good to, uh, you know, the powers that be, those uh, administrators of, uh, you know, passing out children who've been, uh, you know, broken homes or, you know, unfortunate circumstances, you know, they might see it as a... Uh, you know, a bright light, you know, okay, they got the white picket fence the whole nine yards, but once you get inside those doors, it's no time. That's right. What goes on behind closed doors is often hidden truth. 
And once it's exposed, a lot of times we're in shock because most of us don't want to face things that tend to make us question, uh, well, what really is going on in today's world? We want to kind of live in that, what you call that candy-coated, you know, facade where we, we see everything as good and everyone is being your neighbor or your friend. But in all actuality, we have to face the music and face the fact there are monsters that live among us. Our children are not safe to walk the streets. Absolutely. Um, you know, even our elderly, unfortunately, they're preyed on. So we've got to safeguard our lives, and, and we do have to be vigilant and sober. We've got to keep our eyes open and be alert. And um, for especially for our women, we need to really walk in pairs and, I would say, in groups. A woman should not be walking alone, especially once the sun starts setting. It's just not a safe thing to do anymore. Well, one of the things is that, that you know, we're conditioned to, to keep secrets. What what was always told to you? I know I've always heard it. What goes in my house goes on in my house stays in my house. Mm, yes, indeed. that's 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 the one thing you know. And you, we grew up in the era where. You know, the, um, old Uncle Joe that wasn't too right in the head always was in the attic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those, those type of things. You know, we, as black people, we grew up with some some values, but we also grew up with some some um, generational curses that we have to step up and break. You know, um, I remember like um, little to be. Um, confessed that they've been molested and it was a young lady and then the mom turned on the young lady instead of, you know, um, really saying something and doing something about the guy who did it. So, like, all of that small thinking, we have to be able to dismantle and stuff. And that, it, it stems from yes, a lot indeed. of deep, you know, and uh, the stuff that we, you know, we grew up knowing and, you know, it, it, it all, a lot of times was a lot. Like, the the biggest lie I always heard was sticks and stones may break your bones, but words would never hurt you. Well, words hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. They, words have power. They have the power to heal or the power to break down. So, like, those things that we carry as mantras and stuff like that, we don't, we just keep them and pass them on, but we don't break them down and dismantle them. That's right. Breaking them down and dismantling them, it's a necessary thing to do. It's a necessary thing to do because we've got to address what the issues are. If we ever expect to come to a resolution, we've got to talk about what the problem is. We've got to identify it. And then we've got to discuss the matter and come up with a an action plan. And that takes everyone coming together. There has to be a communion. Yes. You know, and and people have to be willing to accept what is the truth. I mean, as long as we're denying it Mm -hmm. and and trying to say it's not a problem or it's not our problem or it's not my problem, Mm -hmm. we're disassociating ourselves from the community, and therefore the community continues to break down. 
until it's no more a community. So we've got to stay connected, people, mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers. We've got to stay connected. When we're community-centered, we're united. And when we're united, we stand. It's when we're divided that we fall. So we've got to come together, people. Absolutely. Yes, and through the Sankofa, uh, all of the Sankofa network out there, we we know this word to be the spirit by which we are to move forward, and that's called Harambe, which means we all pull together. When we all pull together, we all move ahead. Nobody is left behind, and we've got to think in that regard. It's It's Harambe. It's the pulling together. It's the knitting together. It's the mending together. It's people coming together and, and staying connected and working as a network. That's what's going to heal us as a community and as a people. Um, at this time, I want to acknowledge we have our spotlight feature artist with us, and I'm going to get ready and roll that red carpet and turn the spotlight on him. But before I do that, I'm just going to ask anyone, if you have your speaker setting on your phone, I need you to turn it off because I'm getting some back So I need for anyone that has the speaker setting to turn it off. And the backbeat now is gone. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for your cooperation. Okay, at this time, I'm going to give our spotlight feature artist, he goes by the name Seymour Cake. He is none other than Cheech Myers. I'm going to give him some time where he can go into the dressing room and he can kind of settle in. And I'm going to play one of his songs first to give him some time to kind of wind down because I know he had to come through some traffic to be with us tonight. So in all due respect to him, I'm going to get ready and play one of his songs entitled New Beginnings. This is New Beginnings by Cheech Myers. Look, homie, I shine bright. I'm like HG. Give me downtown. I'm in the diamond district. Well dressed. I'm in the fresh clothes. Me, yes, stones, running all the women. Brand new chain. No, they won't take that. Over my dead body and my whole shit. Then rock with a few shots. We can go a couple rounds with it. I won't stop till the day sit back. Unique style. We can put it on wax. Any given time, I can switch my pick. Bring life to a beat. It don't make no sense. Won't spend one cent on a broke ass bitch. Call TV Dick Boo. I don't do gifts. Kids and boy with a chick coming in. But now I'm straight. Better spend it on my kids. Yeah, chickens get mad, but it is what it is. So one broke ass back over the bridge. Gotta go now for me to live. I don't really got time for the foolishness. Roll me a flip, nigga say hi. Think you can rob me? I don't know why you can try if you want me, man. You can die brain sitting on the curb, so floating in the top hand. When you get there, so gotta say hi. Think you can rob me? I don't know why you can try if you want me, man. You can die brain sitting on the curb, so floating in the top hand. When you get there, so gotta say hi. On top of the rock, you're talking. All on the line, so how can I block her? Coming with the voice that I promise I bust your head wide open. You better have a lawyer. Right in the circumstances, only got fucked up. I came from too many chances. Nevertheless, he ended up on the back with the makeup, back like Mary. 
The spotlight feature artist is Teach Seymour Cake Myers. He is a Philly native. He is an artist with a passion for composing art that will move both your body and soul. And for all of you who are on Facebook, I am inviting you to visit the Exceptional Scribble Show episode number 44 events page. Please go to the events page. You will see a listing with several links of various songs by Cheech Myers, which are currently now available on YouTube. You can go to YouTube, see the live video, see his performance. I tell you, he is definitely skilled at what he does. It's an honor to have you on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show tonight. Hi, thank you. Welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the love. I appreciate everybody for having me on the show tonight. Wonderful. The beginning sound great. It sounded wonderful. I'm oh, excited. it did. Oh, great. <laughs> that, thing, that thing was dumping. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Because I, I, I do everything it. right through. Uh, my laptop, and I just wanted the sound to come through really crisp and clear. And I want to commend you. I, I saw the uh, video. I saw how you highlighted different scenic locations right. in the city. You are very, very uh, proud of being a native Philadelphian. Can you kind of just touch a little on um, your upbringing and where, what section of the city you're from and all that Detail well, information, please. Yeah, most definitely. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm from Philadelphia. I'm from Logan, the Logan section of Philadelphia. Uh, you know, born and raised. Um, I grew up listening to real hip hop music. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not particularly too fond of like that watered down stuff that's going on on, you know, like on the ra- on the airwaves right now or the radio, I should say. But you know, I just try to keep it original and. Stick okay. to my sound and, you know, give the people, try to give the people good, high-quality music. So, you know, real hip-hop, hmm. that's what I stand for. 
Real hip-hop, that's what you stand for. Well, you're definitely making a very strong statement by your music, and I'd like for you to share with us um, whom are the real hip-hop artists or maybe legends of hip-hop that you admire? Okay, um, first and foremost, uh, I just want to say, like, Big was one of one of the artists that really touched me. Mm-hmm. Um, his music, I felt like I knew him. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's the same type of message that I try to come off. I try to bring people into my world and to get them to understand that I mean business, you know, just like Big. Um, I was a Tupac fan as well. Um, you know, I kind of wish they could have, you know, panned out the beef and everything and they could have made good music together. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the radio and the, the, you know, the magazine companies and everything kept that beef going on, and that was a sad way that that, that ended. But, um, you know, Coogee uh, Rap, you know, Slick Rick, Mob Deep, um, you know, Dodge Effects, like, uh, I don't know, Wu-Tang, like, I'm just, you know, I'm just an okay. original. I'm just an original hip hop guy, so that's and Nas. I can't forget about Nas as well. Hmm. You know, and those are the guys that I came up listening to, and that's what really brought my attention to music. You know, um, it's just an art form, and people, you know, it's, it seems to me that people really don't respect the, the art form of making music because the hmm. messages that they put out nowadays, it's like it's, it's just destroying the youth and. Uh, you know, me personally, I have a problem with that. I mean, I talk about, you know, different things and different, I touch different matters, but mm-hmm. I don't do harm in my music, you know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, it's it's just, you know, I, I just try to give it, you know, I just try to be me. I'm not trying to be something that I, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, be a fraud, I should say, you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot going on too. So anybody that's, you know, 100 to their craft and, you know, that's doing it, you know, with the intentions to better themselves and the lives of their family. I'm all for that. Excellent, excellent. Well, Teach, um, I understand that you just released your album. Yes. Or your album just dropped recently, correct? Like, I I released it. I really... I really um, couldn't promote as as I'd like to. Like I said, I had a just acquired custody of my daughter, and it's like, mm. you know, she's two years old. It's real difficult to really get out and promote. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yes, I, I dropped a banger. Um, it's online. You can go get it. You can. I, I put a couple singles out on SoundCloud. But okay. I'm really going to turn up for them 2015, mm-hmm. you know, shoot these videos. I got some new stuff coming for the people. You know, I've got my Cali thing coming. I got some situations, so God has really been blessing me. Um, Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I have, I believe Florida is on the line, and welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, Florida. How you doing, Florida? How are you? This is Lady of Love. How are you doing? Uh, How are you? How are you? Nice, (laughs) nice, Nice to be with you. Excellent. Nice to be here. I, I, my call dropped, so I had to call back. And I missed some of what what was said, but I'm going to be in for the duration, so I'll hear it. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you joined us on the call tonight. I have, as the feature spotlight artist, uh, Mr. Cheech Myers, 
otherwise known as Sea Cake and Seymour yes. Cake, I believe. And yes. he is an urban artist, and he also is a hip-hop artist. And he was just sharing with us that um, real hip-hop artists are the artists whom inspired him. And through their inspiration, now today, he too is a real hip-hop artist. And he said what he means by saying real is when you are 100 and you keep it 100 as an artist. And uh, he has a lot of respect for the craft. He does not like when people are perpetrating a fraud, if they're not being their true self. Oh, yes. Via their artistry, if they're trying to uh, be something that they aren't right. when they're on the stage, that's what he won't support. That's what he's not about. So uh, we had the privilege of hearing one of his uh, singles entitled New Beginnings, yes. and I was uh, just complimenting him on how in his video he really pays homage to being a native Philadelphian. Uh, right. He highlights certain landmarks in the city, and um, he's very, very proud of his community. He has a lot of love for his community, and yes. he's using his talent as an urban hip-hop artist to uh, send a positive message forth to our youth. And Queen Poetress, Lady of Love, would there be a question that you might have to direct to him? In general, because our topic is on hip-hop and and the pros and the cons and its impact on society and so forth. Yes, I certainly Mm -hmm. would, uh, because what struck my interest when he said um, his uh, mentors are the old hip-hop, and then a couple of things popped into mind. I saw something with Arsenio Hall with all of the older Mm hip-hop artists. Um, right. Paying tribute to him, and it was just—I was on my feet. Mm-hmm. It was awesome because it just brought back so many memories of real, <laughs> real um, uh, issues. You know, like um, public enemy. You know, right. and, and, and you know, real issues going yeah, on. Chaos, one. Chaos, yes, 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 yes. You know, boogie all, down production. All, yeah, boogie down production. All that. Not. Nonsense! Where people right. were being called out of their names, and it's just so vivid. The, the little, you know, stuff that they say. I just feel that it, it really should not be. And I just, I'm just curious. And after after you answer me, I'm going to drop something that I posted. Um, I think it was yesterday, but I would like for you to tell me name some of the artists like. Um, um, who who really turned you on, like Common, you know. Um, right, right. You know, those, those type, the ones with the real message. Even a little bit of Erica Badu, because she had mm-hmm. a little, you know, she had a little bit of mm-hmm. something up in yes, there. Yeah. yeah, no no joke, and that's that's real. I, I like the flavor of uh, Jill Scott and Lettucey, because mm-hmm. it's, it's right. kind of like on that on that thing. And please, let, let us not forget our beautiful Mary J, because she's, mm-hmm. yeah. she's all the way in faith. Yeah, you know, I love Mary. 
Mm-hmm. So you're definitely keeping it urban, naming the artist that you're naming Queen. Oh, <laughs> absolutely! I in, in my music um, in my music um, queue, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I have these people. In fact, I I played a side last night from Jaheem and dedicated to all of us. Mm-hmm. We're fabulous. We're, We're fabulous. fabulous. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. that love, Lady of Love. All right. Yeah. All right. Right. Well, Lady of Love, Mike, would you happen to have a poem that you'd like to spit and uh, kind of dedicate it to yes. our feature spotlight artist? Give him a chance to be serenaded by a yes. pen. I like that. You know? I, I was like, before, before, I, before I actually spit the piece, mm-hmm. the, the, the three it's like a three-line thing that I posted yesterday on Facebook, and it oh, goes okay. like this. They all talk a factual composition, but they can't live it. Mm. Mm. Yes. Wow. Yeah. They talk a factual composition. It will draw you in because it's so factual. Mm-hmm. What kicks you out is they can't live it. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that that that's potent. That's powerful because it, it, it just brings me back to what she said. You know, you got some artists out here that they never lived it, but they're trying to dictate to you that they lived it. Uh, like, I mean, how can I tell you about the life of a gangster if I never was a gangster? How about right. that? You know, yeah. how can I tell you the life of a uh, a lover? if I always was a hater, you know, it's like, you got to live this thing. And that's what I loved about his piece, New Beginnings. You know, he's testifying. He's talking about this is who I am. This is where I'm from. This is what it is. And, no, I'm not going to let you come uh, to me half-cocked or half-stepping. I'm not going to let you take from me what I fought hard to have because, look, you're going to end up, uh, busted up, and you're going to need a lawyer. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's going to be a or serious the Lord, issue. Or the Lord. <laughs> right? <You know. laughs> but, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. It's the yeah. raw essence. And I think with hip-hop, that's really what hip-hop really, yeah, yeah that's the face that's, of hip-hop. Right, right. It's, it's, it's a new generation working itself in, man. Hopefully I'm... You know, God finds favor, you know, on me, you know, that allow me to be one of the chosen few, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a long shot, you know, it's, it's a lot of people making music, man, but it's a lot of people not making sense making music. And there are a lot of people that recognize that it doesn't make sense, and they're going to gravitate to someone that, you know, has a plan, and it makes sense. Right. We're not going. We're not going on a, a three thousand mile journey with just a, a paper bag. You know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. I really, I really believe that it's all about you know the promotional tools. Like I, I know that my music is high grade. I just, if I can get it out to the people that I need to get it out to, it's it's it, it's over, man. It's over. Like the game really needs different, like different. And real people, because right now it just seems like everybody's being controlled. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. not. I was watching the Grammys last night. <laughs> it's 
it's real crazy to mm-hmm. me. How everybody has on devil horns and all this craziness. So I'm like, what's going on in music? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna make sure I tune into the BET Awards, Soul Train Music Awards. I'm gonna see the Grammys alone. I hear you. I hear you. Yes. I don't want to invite that stuff into my mind. You know what I'm saying? So it's just mm-hmm. best to just not even watch it. Like, you know, right. it's like inviting the devil into your mind. So we that's won't even right. play. Especially when you when you see a concert, because I'm security, and when you see a concert um, coming in, when, you know what I mean by that, all of the trunks and all that stuff. Right. Through. And uh, the doggone um, trunks have upside-down crosses on them. Right. Real wrong with that, you know. Right. Very, very bad. I saw a concert like that turn out kind of bad in a way, you know. Um, I experienced right. something there, and I was like, "Wow," you know. I'm so glad I was on the. I'm on the front door that I don't have to secure on the inside. I'm so glad I'm on the kind of like on the inner outer perimeter, and I don't have to go on the inside because that stuff that they be smoking. First of all, it, it produces a hypnotic. It produces hypnotic screen. It was so bad that the um, the police officers, they didn't even want to go in there. They didn't give a darn. Smoke wow. it and, and drop dead, whatever. It didn't make any difference because it produced, <laughs> some, type of, yeah, it, it produced some type of force field, actually, that, you know, you couldn't, you just couldn't go forward. You know? right. I mean, it was really, you know, so that's number one. And then when you give a concert in all total black dark, you know, what the heck is going on, you know? Yeah, it's it's kind of confusing. I try not to I try not to pay too much attention to what they're doing. I'm just trying to, you know, stay in my lane and hope, you know, hopefully I can I can get me a hit record and get on up out of here. You know, it's going <laughs> to happen. It's, it's, right. it's going to happen for you, my right. brother, because of the positive energy that flows through your thought. And when you speak, you're speaking positive and you're putting it into the air, and it can only return to you that way. So right, right, I'm going right. to keep you in prayer, I and I, it. I'm going to, um, I'm going to drop this piece, and it is, mm-hmm. it is peppered with love, yes, and yes. I'm, I'm going to surround your positivity with love. Thank you very much. All right, Lady of Love, the mic is in your hands. Thank you. The name of this piece is Loving You More. After prayer, I received a distressing sound via messages. Prayer needed for protection of a dear one on the road with the adversary playing foolery to harm. Love woke me up this morning. Love prepared my journey table. The thought is from Lady. I turned my mind's eye to myself just for a brief The tug of my inner self pulled your face into view. No willpower against your handsomeness. Features chiseled for my delight. Compliments of the master. Aura and content of your soul on your face makes me love you the more. I'm excited. Your heart conveyed your excitement too. Too. I try Mm. to refrain from thinking how, how will it or what will it can't stop myself. You are like a, a well-administered drug. Can't hurt. Certainly no harm. I want to hold you close. Inhale you. Taste your mouth. 
feel your beard indulge me right there. Feel the mm. soft scratch of it on my thigh as your head guides it higher, guides it higher, bringing sheer pleasure every inch of the way as you inch into drinking from savoring her, both touching, pleasing. I love the feel of your, It make, it's made to open and you explore walls and caverns uncharted hard, hat, creep, never sloppy, gentle till you strike a load and then the machinery is turned up. Mm. Precision with the contractions of the dirt walls under your flower. Not stopping till the ground is fully irrigated, a bit soggy. This indicates your work is done, but then this dream becomes a reality. Starring he and she I smile all the while As I patiently wait In peace Mm. Mm. Wow Wow I love Yeah I like that I was waiting for more (laughs) Yes Yes That expression How you I tell you the voice inflection, the tone, you know, that you exude, and just how you state the words, you know, how to captivate the mind and how to incite the very emotion. Um, I was on that roller coaster, (laughs) and it felt good. It wasn't too, you weren't jerking me about. It was like a smooth roller coaster ride, you know, and I felt the wind blowing through my hair. And <laughs> then I turned to my left and I could see the verbal, Joe the Verbal Mind Dance's glasses getting fogged up because <laughs> <laughs> of the statement she was making. I mean, you really did something with that piece. I like that. Yeah, nice. nice. Yeah, I like that. That was nice. Really nice. Lady of love, I tell you. Somebody took it. Oh, well. Where are y'all at? He put them in his pocket. I'm about to get on the plane. (laughs) Right. So so I went personally to May Sand. Yeah. Yes. Right, because right. I love conceived me, 
the love raised me, and it was not a falling session. It was a beautiful thing, you know. It was beautiful. I, I, I can't express it enough. That's why I'm like I am. A lot of people don't understand me. They think I'm fake. They think there ain't no way in the world nobody could be like this. The Bible says that love covers a multitude of things, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what it right. That is so, in the scriptures. That's uh-huh. right. So if you know, if I love you, I you know, I can you know, I can cover a lot of stuff. But what I can't tolerate and will not cover is disloyalty. That will not be right. covered. You'll be dismissed. Mm, you will be dismissed, you know. And yeah. I go silent. I don't have nothing to say. Because, right. I, I, you know, like the old folks say, I done told you. <laughs> <laughs> you said you put on the mute button. <laughs> I know that I told you. Did you think I was joking with you? You know, see, that made, that's even worse because you didn't take me serious, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah, man, you know, you didn't take me serious, you know, it's like crazy, mm-hmm. you know. Everybody talking about, I want somebody to love me. And as soon as you get somebody to dig you, right, right. you don't know what to do yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Right. You have no clue. Typical, you know. Wow. Yeah. Well, I tell you, we be in school tonight by Lady of Love, ladies yes, and gentlemen. <laughs> she coming to us real. She coming to us right. It's 100. It's one. That's why I said it. 100. They, Speak, they speak a factual composition. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get an A-plus on that composition, straight. Yes. But when it drops down to the next tier, you can't live none of what you just told me. Can't deliver. Cannot mm-hmm. deliver. And I, I mean, like I say, love comes a multitude of things. Just Lord, that, that in, lack of integrity and that mm-hmm. lack of loyalty that's a stinger. That's like a, a man. I, I weigh 140 pounds. That's like a 250-pound man drawing back and giving me a slap straight mm. in my face. You understand? Yeah. That's what oh. that's like. Mm. You can imagine what would happen yeah. to me. I'm going to fly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's what that's like. And that, 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 in other words, what that does to me, and it probably does it to a lot of people, and I'm identifying it for you right now. What that does to me brings tears to my soul. Can you feel that? Mm. Yes. Yes. That makes my very soul sob. Mm. Right. Like a betrayal, you know. It is. I hear that. Well, I want to thank you for for expressing your views. We have to uh, keep it moving. We've got a couple of callers in the call queue, and I want everyone to have the chance to have dialogue with our featured spotlight artists. I can't say to you enough how much I appreciate all right. of your valuable input, Lady of Love, and we will definitely be coming back to you. Okay. We will I'm, be back. I'm going to sit on the comfy, cozy sofa. Yes, And please. I'm going to enjoy the show. Yes, okay. indeed. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you, you uh, King Cheech. I really appreciate the little dialogue that we had. And Thank I will you. be praying for your success because it's coming. Thank you very much. You're You're welcome. Welcome. All right. Yes, well, at this time, we're going to move to Boston, Massachusetts. We have Mr. Boston himself, otherwise known as the Master Scribe on the line, and before I hand the mic over to him to speak, I want to quote him because he stated 
a quote, which is featured in the Exceptional Scribble Show events page. And I want to share it because it's a lot of insight that he expresses. And because our topic, of course, is on hip-hop, I just want to share that. And then, uh, Cheech, if you have any comment that you would like to give in reply to his quote, you can do so. And then we're going to hear from Mr. Boston. Okay. And this is the quote. It it goes like this. Hip-hop has grown from its inner-city roots to appeal to a diverse and worldwide audience. It is no longer the fad some once considered it. Unfortunately, it is also having a profound negative impact on young blacks. This aspect of hip-hop can no longer be tolerated. Hip-hop is not just a style of music. It is a culture born of poor inner-city life in America that has evolved into the rallying cry of those unable to negotiate the nuances of the mainstream. It now serves to glorify formerly stigmatized characteristics of the lower class, preventing the impetus for upward mobility. Those are the words from Master Scribe, Mr. Yes. Boston. And Cheech, because Mary you are Tuckle. a feature... Yes, that those those were definitely true words. You know, um, hip hop music it was you know invented to serve you know a positive purpose to bring forth a positive message, but it's been twisted over the years, and now it's 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 really it's really destroying the youth. Like the music that's out now, and the stuff that the record labels are allowing to fly, and that the stations are playing. Well, you know they get paid to play. They're gonna play whatever mm-hmm. you're getting the check, you know. But uh the, the the stuff I mean like, you know, with the it's just promoting a lot of negativity, man. And the and the youth is I see how I'm in the streets, so you already know, like I see how mm. this music has these young people acting a fool out here. Like yeah. I see like everything that comes out you know, everything that comes out, they latch on to. They soak it up like a sponge. You know what I'm saying? That's and right. It's just, it's it's crazy, man. I'm just going to sit back and watch. You know, I, I, I try to school them, but they don't listen. You know, I got mm. young, younger family members that I'm close with. You know, they you know they sit and they listen, but it's like, you know, nobody's really listening. You know what I'm saying? They got to mm-hmm. find out on their own, so. I just gotta sit back and sit back and watch. But those were very powerful words from Mr. Boston. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I can't wait to hear from him. All right, thanks, Steve. All right, Mr. Boston, the mic is now in your hands, and welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show panel, oh, you know episode it. forty-four. You know it's time. You know I'm with that Run DMC and Eric. You said Run DMC. And that LL Cool J. LL Cool J. And the Sugar Hill Gang and Grandmaster Flash and Gang. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And y'all can't be I can't leave out Tupac. Man, him used to hang out on 46 of St. Andrews in Los Angeles. You know, I was my boy. You know yeah. Right. Man, welcome, yeah. To the, welcome to Exceptional Scribble, man. I appreciate you coming to 
uh, right. sit with my sister, you know. Right, right. So, I appreciate y'all having me, man. You know, definitely a good opportunity. Pleasure is all ours. We appreciate you yeah. being here. Right, yeah, I right. want to touch on. I want to touch on. He said he was watching the musical, some type of music awards, and all these stars and stuff was wearing. The, yeah, that was the, that was the Grammys. Man, you 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 just you just was, don't it, really it, know what's really. It was going looking on. real spooky. It was looking real spooky. Mm-hmm. I said, "Turn the yeah. lights on." But we was watching it with the lights off. I said, "Look, turn the light on." <laughs> right. I don't, I don't like the way this is looking, and this is mm-hmm. looking real, looking real crazy up in here. You know, I, wow. I, I try not to. I try not to have that type of stuff on my mind. You know, I don't. I don't like to like the devil in. Like, cause when you when you play with him, he he gonna show. You know, he he mm-hmm. he has a job to do as well. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't flirt with him. When I see stuff that reminds me of him, I turn it off, and that's mm. just, you know, Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, we can't turn off what you know what our kids and what and the things that the young people see. We can't just shut it off like a light switch. And it's sad. It's sad mm-hmm. that games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in Philadelphia, so I see all kinds of stuff, man. I see, oh, I'm, I'm you know, the little schoolgirls holding hands, walking up and down, mm-hmm. like you know, I'm seeing some crazy stuff here, man. And it's all because <laughs> yeah. of juice. You know, and the artists that you know that are particularly rapping about that's cool. It's cool to, it's cool to you know. I don't want you know. I don't want to get too deep with it, but mm-hmm. you know, y'all 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 can you know use your imagination to figure out what I'm trying to, you know, what I'm trying to get at, man. But I'm trying to stick to the music. Like it's all about the music. It's not about destroying the youth. It's about uplifting you know, our our youth and, you know, just trying to stay positive within our culture, you know. That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm all about. Mm-hmm. I got I got kids. I got kids that's watching me, watching my moves, so you mm-hmm. know, I I'm trying to be positive for them. Oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. right. That's, that's right. exceptional. Yeah, yeah. I I hear you man. I've like I said, I came up in a in a in a well, I, I, I started on my own very young at 13, you know, I was at 13 and got involved in the games and the drugs and, you know, and stuff like that, you know. And, and, you know, after you see so many of your friends get killed and die in your arms and trying to put somebody mm. back in their head, you know, you, your intuition make you start thinking, you know what I'm saying? You just can't you just can't turn the light off and turn black on the inside and that's what has happened to a lot of our young uh people, you know, and, and the music industry promotes all of this violence, you know, and I'm I'm, I'm not yeah. saying all of the rappers I'm not saying all the rappers have right. negative to say, but you know, we have to look at we have to look uh beyond the music and the hip hop culture that encompasses right. the street codes of behavior and overall defiance to the social convention, you know, and it's this defiance of the mainstream life that is at the root of much of this underachieving, uh, uh, underachievement of our black youth. You know, this hip hop infers our young black men to to uh, actually emulate mainstream attitudes, and and you know sometimes you can look at that as exhibiting weakness, you know. But right. and then our black youth uh feel encouraged to 
uh, gratify this life, you know, and 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 take away from their future achievement. And this, you know, it's 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 crazy because it really promotes a lot of materialism by by uh, uh, sexual conquest and money and you know right. street reputation. You know what I'm saying? Right, and right. Just, you know, I'm I'm not saying all men either because. Uh, young black women play a role in perpetrating this hip hop culture. Oh yeah, oh yeah, That's oh true. yeah. You know, and you know that makes these young men who get on these get on and sign these contracts and get these hundred million dollar contracts and sixty million contracts, and then they they don't do nothing with it but go out and buy all of this high price jewelry and right these ops. Cars that they never had in their life and never considered getting in their life, and then when they get this money, man, you know, they get this, take this lifestyle to a destructive stage. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, so, man. You know, and it, 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 then it, then then you know they they move away from their hoods and don't put nothing back in their hood, but yet they drain the hood and uh, yeah, uh, the resources and never putting nothing back. You know, and right. They, you know, it, it's crazy. It's, it, it's sad that uh, hip hop has come to this. You know, but you know what can we say? It, it, it's adversely affecting our black youth today. You know, right? And, and it's affecting. And believe me, it's affecting a lot of white youth too and Mexican youth too because now they have felt they have fell into the genre of music and trying to outdo. Us and where the music actually came from. So we have to um, really look at it that hip culture has, has, has deadened the drives towards civil liberty and and legitimizes backwardness. You know, in this time that we come to see that this social damage that's been perpetuated through music is making us making an inner generation suffer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what's going on, man. The youth is definitely suffering because everybody wants what they see their favorite rapper. If the favorite rapper is drinking a certain type of champagne in a club, then we need that. If a certain rapper is wearing a certain designer, then we want that. If a certain rapper has a certain type of woman, we want that type of woman. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 like it's sad, but our culture to me is influenced. Through through television, like everything we see on television, even I'm I mean I'm taking it back, you know, to the lug the UGG boots, you know, them little UGG boots. Uh, Paris Hilton started wearing first. Now mm-hmm. they the, everybody got them on. Yep. Uh, everybody's baby. Yeah, like the tight look. Everybody's <laughs> coat was tight and all that. Like all that stuff. Like even polo, like. Like the white folks was on polo back in the seventies. Now they off. They still wear it, but they don't go bonkers over it like we do. Mm-hmm. Like, right. and the desi- and these designers don't even like black people. That's the funny thing about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have a problem coming on interviews and saying my clothes weren't made for African Americans, but y'all can buy and keep keep making me rich. So I can keep riding these horses around on my ranch. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. going to stop buying it. They're going to tell you we don't care for your service or your money, but they're not going to tell the consumers to stop accepting your bread. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
it's it's you know the the main thing. I'm trying to own well, my own thing. I'm trying to own my own clothes. Like <laughs> I'm not really trying to have to deal with nobody. Um, it totally, mm-hmm. you know, that's the way to be. That's but, the way to uh, be. I hear that. I don't listen to what's going on on the radio because I don't want that to taint my sound. I want to keep my sound original, and I want to sound like Cheech Myers. If you Google me or if you go on YouTube and put my name in, only my face is going to show up. So that makes me original right there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, everything original, man. You stick to to how I grew up and the music I listened to. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to, you know, stay on that, on that, on that path. You know, these these artists out here, they on like this a lot of stuff, man. Like the, you know, I'm from I'm from the East Coast. I'm from I'm from up north, and it's like when you come to my city and listen to the radio, everybody sound like they in Atlanta. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like everybody right. sounds they from down south. Like you got on the Yankee fitted hat, but your records sound like you need on a Houston Rockets jump. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's it's like stay 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 original. Like it's it's hard finding that don't switch up and just do what everybody else doing. I ain't I ain't like that. I'm gonna stick to the stick to who I am and hopefully somebody come along and you know, pay me for my services. You know? That's right. But um you know, man, it's good music, man. I'm, I just, I just love music. I like music. I love it. I, I, I love music. You know what I'm saying? So with that said, I'm gonna always make music. I don't, I make music so I can listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm fed up with the radio. So to pop in a CD of mine with 30 songs on it, that's soothing to me. You know what I'm saying? When I'm having a rough day, I come listen to Teach Myers. I can't even tell you what I can't even tell you what everybody else is doing or what their albums sound like because I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they're doing. That's right. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, bro. Like that's the, and that's, that's just what it is. Like people might get you know people get mad. Yo, you don't like such and such such. No, I don't like. Yo, what y'all do is what y'all do, and what what floats my boat is what floats my boat. Like. You know, people run up to me all the time. Listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. I'm like, listen, man. Listen. If you don't sound like, you know, the people that I grew up listening to or better than that, then I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, let Rick Ross sound like Rick Ross. Let Meek Mills sound like Meek Mills. Like, everybody wants to sound or is trying to emulate what's going on with yes. someone else. Like, that's his situation. Let him live. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's what's messed Thank up about music. That's what's messed up about music, for real. People don't don't just come in the game and try to be themselves. They're trying to be somebody else, and that's why it's only a certain and, amount of people in the game. Because everybody that's trying to get in sounds like somebody else. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the criteria to get in, Cheech. You know, yeah. maybe that's what's going on. That you have to be a clone. You know. It's sad to say that, you know, eventually, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, when I hear people talk about this Illuminati and all this stuff, I mean, that doesn't make me want to stop making music. I know that if I do make it, I know that if these are the people that control the, the industry, then you're going to have to sit down and talk to them. You know, you don't have to go in that direction, but... 
that's something that's is definitely like realistic. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like these people control the music industry. So if you want something out of the industry, then you're gonna have to give them something. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the bad right. part. And about I just it. I just wanna share because some people have just tuned in to the show. You're right. listening to this is feature artist in the spotlight on tonight, uh Cheech C Cake. Myers, and we're discussing hip-hop, we're discussing urban music, we're discussing the impact that it has on society, both the pros and the cons. For those of you who would like to call in, the call-in number is 724-444-7444. I repeat, 724-444-7444. The show's ID number is one. Three three one nine three. I repeat one three three one nine three. And if you would like to join us in the chat room, you can join us online. Visit us on talkshoe.com and the show's ID number is one three three one nine three. At this time we're gonna have to take a music break. And for our music break, we will be listening to another song, another hit rap single by Cheech Myers. This one is entitled That's Right. Enjoy. Right. 
All right. That's right by Keith yes. Myers. That thing was a banger. I love that song. It's one of my favorites. Yes, indeed. I love the up, upbeat tempo, the flow, um, yes. the musicality. And the yes. beats. Don't forget the beats. Don't forget the beats. Yes. The musicality, which does encompass the beat. Back. Yes. And I love his flow, though, as a poet. Um, it's a very even flow. It's not too choppy. Um, right. I appreciate that from artists. I'm one that likes to listen, and I tend to close my eyes when someone's reciting a poem or even when they're uh, singing to get the the real essence. You know what I mean? Right, Of right. what it is that they are I delivering. Do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that piece is fresh. Every time I played it, maybe twice already before right. the show, just listening, getting acquainted with it, and I'm like, wait a minute. Isn't he already, he's already out there. It, sound, it sounds like your stuff is already being played on, it seems like that one is already being played on there. It, should, it right? should be. It, it definitely should be. I should yeah, have it has that kind of feel. Right. I said, oh, yeah, this is definitely going to, like they say, some things are just meant to be. It's right, almost like right. a deja vu. I'm like, yeah, here's this place somewhere else. Right? You know? <laughs> Riding down the street, somebody was playing that on their car, wasn't they? <laughs> right. So, I mean, you definitely have that sound. You definitely have that appeal. For anyone that's on yes. Facebook, I definitely invite you to go to the Exceptional Scribble Show Episode 44 events page, and you'll see all of the uh, music links are available so that you can visit them and you can experience the music personally. Yes, make sure y'all mm-hmm. go and get that. There's some, some good heat on there for y'all. I do, that, I do this for the people, man. I make good music. I've been through some things, and I like to, you know, I like to be happy. So I like to make music that's going to get people up out their seats and give people something to want to live for. You know, if you're depressed, you pop on my music, it should help you. You know what I mean? If 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 listening to my music doesn't help your depression, then you have a real serious problem. You need to go talk to the doctor. <laughs> You know, I have a couple. You can hit me up. I'll give you their numbers. You know, talk. You know, for some for some medical attention. But for the most part, if you love real music, man, you should hear my music and 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 know for a fact that it's good, high quality material. You know, mm. and I thank you too, Francine, for even you know giving me an opportunity to share my music. You know what I'm saying? You're welcome. You're welcome. We definitely want to. Make certain that we are promoting Philly artists. This is one of the yes. main goals that we have as for the platform of this show for this year, right. 2015. We want the world to know that, yes, Philly got talent. Philly got real talent. Yeah, that's right. Go story. ahead and brag. Go ahead and. I'm a New Yorker, so I do know. I know exactly what y'all are. Uh, New York about. has some MCs too, man. I love it up New York too, man. It's, yes. cool. it's yes. close to home. Yes. It's, it's only an hour, about an hour and twenty minutes that's drive. That's right. Yeah, I like it. It's expensive, so you know, make sure you bring your extra little pocket money, but. Mm-hmm. Other than that, mm-hmm. New York is definitely a live city. Yeah. I love Philadelphia. Philadelphia has a lot of historical richness. Yeah. And it's, like, it's up to people like yeah. me, you know, to let people know about Philadelphia, man. It's a beautiful city. It's not, I mean, I know the public puts out negativity about Philly all the time, but it's actually 
a lot of people come here. It's like a real big tourist town. And mm-hmm. if you've never been to Philadelphia, you should come on out. You know, they have tour buses that will take you around, show you the Liberty Bell, Independence That's Hall, right. just show you the, the, the where it all started at, like, you know, where the declaration was signed at. Like, yes. it's yes. a beautiful city. You know what I mean? Yes, it is. It's, yes, a, it is. it's definitely a, a historic uh, tourist city. Right. Come to Philly. I would I would encourage anyone. You definitely want to take a vacation and come here this summer because Philly right. has done so much upgrading in its center city downtown area, yeah, yeah, and it caters it caters to tourists. You know, yes, Philly definitely caters to tourists, and uh, the Avenue of the Arts, seeing it all lit up at night, and yeah, it's just it's so it. much. Yeah. City Hall lit up at night like is a beauty. for you now, too, to come gamble, if that's what you do. Oh, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, yes, so, it's something yeah, for everyone, I tell you. Yes, indeed, whatever your fancy is. You're right, making me right. thirsty. You're making me thirsty. I want to know. Wow. <laughs> you know, come on through. We, you know, I, with open arms, you know. That That's was right. beautiful. It's beautiful. I I was there right. a few years ago with my family at our family reunion because we're everywhere. And right. it, it was, man, I couldn't. I had had surgery on my foot. Right. And I didn't even care, man. I was yeah. everywhere. I was everywhere. <laughs> I everywhere. That's how I am when I go up. When I go up to New York, I'm the same way. Like it's so much that, like it's. I, I just like the fact that New York is open all night. Like the clubs are open. I don't drink alcohol. I don't really club, but you know, if I'm with a group of friends and they in the nightclub, we'll swing through. But I just, I just love the atmosphere. The food is good. It's just like I said before, it's expensive up there, so mm-hmm. make sure you bring some extra pocket change. <laughs> That's right. No, but it's beautiful. It's be- I even put my my logo is my hometown, the back right. the back streets of the um, the theater district. Right, mm-hmm. right. Something something happens to me when I get on those streets. I'm like, man, I'm like transformed to some other type of whatever but i just yeah. love it i love the city streets they're just beautiful right um, i want to i want to new york also has a lot of historical rich mm-hmm. landmarks and things yes, like i wouldn't mind shooting a video up there like i'm not too familiar with like the different boroughs but i like mm-hmm. new york man i the like, city. like it's the city it's the city the different right. boroughs you know there's there's culture in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's, yeah, there, there are things Harlem, in, um, in Manhattan. There, there are things in Queens, yeah, because there, there are a couple of monumental uh, mm-hmm. places. See, I'm a true hip hopper. I'm a true hip hopper. So when I go to New York, I can't leave unless I see the Big Pun mural. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I'm a true hip hopper. Like if I can't come to New, New York and I travel to to the BX. And, and see the big pun mural. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I promise I'm going to make sure you all see it, too. It's going to be right. crazy. You know all what right. I'm saying? Listen, we have Mr. Boston, uh, the master scribe. He can't stay on uh, okay. much longer, so he has a piece that he would like to spit in. No problem, no problem. We're going to give him some space, and then we're going to New York after that. Yes, we're say going no to more. New York say, after that. Say no more. All right. All right. <laughs> The mic is in your hand, Mr. Boston. Master Scribe. Okay. A message to the first man who spanned the gates of history. 
Some of you sit and just watch without doing anything about your mental destruction and your self-respect. I'm appalled at the black man who calls themselves OG. How can mm. you call yourself a man when you are an abuser and a user stuck on pure fury? Mm. You got your own children following dumbed down cycles, dude. You ain't shit. Abusing my sister's mm. got her tricking, stuck on bullshit, weed and cocaine while you're using her for gain. Creating mm. another generation of dropping out of school children when I hear you say black power, when you are draining the community of all its power. A message to the first man who spanned the gates of history. What about the man you so hate that have you pipping your own woman? Oh, gee, listen. You're no different from the slave master of old, so blind you can't even see self-trickery. Ignorance, stupidity, emasculated, yeah. simply backwards. Even though we spanned the gates of history, still watching our women of men falling for the same old euphoria like the white soap opera. While you think the world revolves around you, still dancing with Willie Lynch and what? Still walking around in stupor, still wearing the locket of being mentally blind and single-handedly destroying your own kind for a dollar? Blowing mirages and smoke up your own nose? OG, I have to call you both so. How do I know? It's not a wonder, surely no mirage. Look at the effects and after effects, generation after generation, and the actuation of self-incarceration built on the foundations of slave mentality. King and Malcolm would shed tears. Rosa would protest not against them but against us for not doing anything. Mm. While we still tell the story, how old Abe Lincoln emancipated us, same book, same falsity, and OG, you fall right into this duplicity. Just the changing of the guard, the question is, why haven't you changed? The message mm. is to you, black man of history. One of your forefather passed alone so many centuries ago. The struggle will not be over unless you make it so. But another message has come to surface, one that will stop one from assuming, yes, about those ones with the slave mentality moves. Do I need to describe you? Yes, I was once fooled too. That's how I know you and what you do because you are still bamboozled. But men who have spanned the gates of history, we are still weak from the slave master's whip. Look at some of our children, generational weakened, yet we cry respect. Respect what? When we have yet to have respect for self. So mentally blind, we have lost the grasp of the prophecy. We have yet to realize good or evil. America reminds me of a place called Sodom and Gomorrah, yet we continually say we are the product of our environment. Well, then, change the face of the environment and stop blaming it. Again, man expands the gate of earth, still betwixt by the Willie Lynch letters. Whether they are fable or folly, those words still have a passing grip. Why are we still coming and going on his plantation and working for 10 to 20 cents an hour while sweat, blood, and tears make him millions? While the wives, significant others, and fatherless children suffer, and then upon release we come back to the streets often senseless without a clue, stupid. The plantations left the doors open for you or killing your brother, raping your sister, and robbing your family of its legacy, a leading cause for, to the black family stagnancy. This is a message to you, men whose residencies from the, come from the deep, dark continent in the land of the great now civilization. Education is free but the composition of self-oppression is in your embedation of your mentality. 
leading generation after generation back to the slave master's new plantation under different circumstances, oppressed by the laws of them, by the laws made directly for us, and we're too busy selling dope to our own mothers and children. Man, we span the great earth. Will you ever come to your senses to stay long enough to teach your children and help them master sciences and mathematics so they too will know how to elevate their children like spires of our future and be the pillars of our aspiring legacy? But black man, I must ask, why do you remain less than? Why? Because the white man told you so. If so, you are certainly the definition of ignorance, the same thing Willie Lynch children keep fooling you with. Black man, you make me still question mark you. And then mm. want to call me a sellout because I'm trying to help you, educate you to a life-changing experience. So, OG, change your game to aptitudes and attainment and elevate to your true ability. Mic drop. In peace. Mm. Tight. Yes, uh, Master Scribe, before you depart, first and foremost, I want to thank you for sharing with everyone that piece. That piece is monumental. That piece is epic. That piece is meaningful. And each and every one of us, no matter the gender, can eat. We can acquire from it a sense of urgency for change. So I highly salute you on what your pen accomplished with the writing of that piece. And as I always have said in the past, and I still have that same regard for your pen to the present day, keep your pen high. Keep it up because everything that's in it, it needs to flow out of it. It needs to be spilled onto paper. It needs to be spit out from your lips, and it needs to enter into the ears of America. And I say America, meaning all of America, because you have a voice and a message for today's society. And if everyone's willing to hear it and embody the spirit of it, they will change for the better and not the worse. Indeed. Thank I you. remember I remember um last year, you know, you know, year before last, I was asked to speak at the at my college's um faculty for the faculty and I did this poem called I Am White. And it was the poem was about a half white, half black young man. And when I did that poem, you know, all of the white faculty got up and walked out. Mm. And she, you know, it is what it is because you know when the truth comes out, when the truth stands on its own two legs, you know it's very powerful. And those who have been blinded and topsy turvy and their minds closed. You know, that's exactly what I expected them to do, you know. So it didn't bother me none, you know. It just it just made me that much more proud of because they heard some truth and they can't stand the truth. Mm. So mm-hmm. what it is, you know, it is what it is. Well, thank you. Thank you, Master Scribe. Well spoken and well written. Continue to do as you are doing. 
you are definitely leading many into that that consciousness, that higher consciousness, where their mind needs to function on. So thank you, and we bid you peace and safe travels as you are on your way to your destination tonight. Thanks again. I want to shout out. I want to say thank you, brother, for coming and gracing the stage with my sister. I want to shout out to Lady of Love and best wishes to her and everybody else on the line. You know, enjoy the show and continue to support my sister. I have some feedback for you as well before you run. Uh, Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer said, wonderful writing, Mr. Boston. And Dr. Sharonda Orridge said, that was the truth. I love it. Everyone should be required to listen to that piece. Thank you and much love to each one of them. Joe Verbal Mind Dancer is my DSR family, so you know I got to shout out to him. (laughs) All right. And shout out to the, the lovely doctor who also spoke. You know, mm-hmm. y'all guys come out and visit us on Sunday Sunday night at 8.30 every Sunday to uh, DSR for Purpose Pins on Sunday night. And uh, come out and enjoy and take the mic to the next level, you know. Thank yes, you, my brother. Indeed. Thanks for that invitation. And ladies and gentlemen, if you are on Facebook again, please visit the Exceptional Scribble show, and that will be episode 14. I'm sorry, episode 44, (laughs) episode 44, and you will find the information of the promotion ad for the Full Purpose Pens uh, show, which is an Internet radio show. It's for writers. Uh, The host is none other than Master Scribe himself, Mr. Boston. Tune in on Thursday night, and you will find that post on the Exceptional Scribble Show episode forty four fan page. Thanks again, Hello. Uh, Mr. Boston. Okay, I will talk with y'all guys in a little bit, and I got got some work to do. All right, <laughs> all right. Till next Good time. Yeah, I'll see you. See you Tuesday. Yeah, safe travels to you as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm moving on. It looks like we have now. I have two things. First, I want to go to. Before New York, we're going to have New York, but before New York, I need right. to stop over to Dr. Sharonda Orridge. She has a piece that she would like to share with everyone, and Dr. Sharonda, welcome back Thank you to the panel. I'm handing the mic over into your hands now. Okay. And we're ready to receive what you have to give us, and thank you. What looks like an overnight success takes years of hard work. Ladies, you can't accomplish that by pulling up your skirt, laying on your back or smoking some crack with so much pain in your heart you don't know how to act, passing on to your children the hurt and the shame. Is it your fault? Well, who else is to blame? Got to be the community because when you cut, I bleed, and when one of us make it, we all succeed. At least that's how it used to be. It's not anymore. Seems like rims and bling bling is all we're striving for. The message in our music has changed from love to greed, from self-empowerment to your selfish needs. 
It's hard out here for a pimp. Let's examine that. It won an Academy Award. Blacks just got smacked. Yet again by a system that's put in place, that's meant to dehumanize the black race. We made a lot of musical contributions that's real to the court. Yet it's hard out here for a pimp is what we'll be remembered for. When a positive song comes out, it just gets squashed. Wake up. Don't you see mm. you being brainwashed? I'm not knocking three, six mafias experience, but I got a question, though. Think about what a pimp does for a living. Shouldn't the song be as hard out here for a hoe? We have to examine what we listen to. Don't take it at face value. When you hear a dope beat, see, that's how they grab you, hold you, mold you into that stereotype. Being loud and uneducated got you believing the hype. They say the most powerful defense is the educated black. But if that Negro is miseducated, determine how they act. They say change is good, but I disagree because the change that's put in place is not meant for me. So we must mm. implement our own change so that we can break free out of the prisons of our mind, which is mental slavery. Stop waiting for approval from people who don't love you, who don't care about your well-being and think that they're above you. What good is another speech about how we can come together when we haven't even built shelters in during the rough weather? Talking is good. That's how you come up with ideas. But when you talk too long, those ideas turn to fears. Every race has negative stereotypes, I do realize, but black people's stereotypes are the most publicized. So we must write our own stories and build our own community. And when we do this, we'll begin to see unity, both in the words and the behavior we display, because together as a people, we can go all the way. Mm. Wow, outstanding. I tell you, Dr. Sharonda Orridge, ladies and gentlemen, let's give her... Yes. A round yes. of applause. She has earned it. She came with two heavy bravo. pieces tonight, and I tell you, they were on point, timely messages, and we yes. love your pen. We affirm it as being the truth, and that's what's going to make us all free. So we want you to keep on pinning, and we're going to keep on listening because you gave us some soul food tonight, I tell you. Yes. Yeah. From the very beginning of the show to now, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. I had a, um, a, um, something to ask the the feature artist. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, I heard you 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 know you talked about like um the the old school and that and, and those guys and influenced you and stuff and right. I can definitely hear that influence in that. But one of the things, and I have to be, like, I have to be honest, and I have to pass back the feedback, because if, you know, if I don't, then you won't know. And one of the things, and it's just me, one of the things that makes me cringe is when I hear the word nigga. Now, mm. <clears throat> and so, you know, like, the, your lyrics was on point, but, like, it just, and, and this is just me, like I said, it's just me, but, like, when I hear that, it just, like, shuts me down. You know what I'm saying, and then I kind of tune out, and I'm I'm missing out on something because of of that word. You know what I'm saying that hurt our people for so much, and we just casually say it. And like I said, it's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying because you definitely on point. You definitely got that old school feel, but it's just that that nigga just makes me cringe. Man, like I said, uh, I'm sorry that you know I offended you with the N word. You know what I'm no, you didn't offend me, but what I'm saying is that I think for us to be as a people, we have to stop referring to that because you you didn't offend me, and the the thing of it is is that I just feel like you know because you do have the spotlight and you are 
a, a young black man and stuff like that. That's part of what they expect, you know, from us. And I, I'm just suggesting we have to rise above that. I mean, that's that's absolutely true. I mean, it's, it's too weird. My whole thing is this, right? We already know that that's not a real positive word to use. But you gotta under, you gotta understand, you know, when white folks around amongst each other, they got certain words that they call each other. You know what I'm saying? That we could, that if we heard it, that would be kind of offensive to us. You know what I'm saying? So the N word to me, you know, it's just an expression. It doesn't mean that you know I'm shackled and chained. It doesn't mean that I'm trying to put anybody back in frame either. It's just you know, expressing yourself, man. It's, you know, to me, I when I when I'm rhyming, like I don't, you know, I can't call everybody by name personally, you know, and I'm not gonna say African American because that may not that may not rhyme with what my line before that was was trying to come off to. So you know, like you know, I mean. Mm-hmm. You kind of caught me off off my toes because that's like you know like that's something that I would expect from like Jim Rivers or somebody like that. You know what I mean? I wouldn't expect that from somebody that's you know like we hear this word a hundred times. We may not like it, but this is what's going on. Like you know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, listen. This is this is what I'll say, and I'm praying to say forward for those tuning in. I'm the host of the show. Um, this show. Tonight, we're using the platform. Why? Because first and foremost, as it was already stated, hip-hop is an art form. And when we speak about urban music, we're talking about the sound, what's on the street. Right. What's pop culture? That's what we're referring to. Right. And um, the very subject matter now what we're going into is the use of the word term, I feel funny saying it because I was born right after the 60s era, and I'm going to be honest. So for me, like, I want to say it's it's the one word I have to kind of force out to say. Like, I can't just just say it just casually like that. Um, However, what I can say is this. It's always good that we have this type of an open forum where we right. can discuss this matter because yes not all of us think alike there's been this myth too where people think that all black people eat chicken fried chicken right. that is or right. all black right. people we all like certain things or we all think a certain way no we don't each of us has a unique perspective on life right. and the thing of it is this if I can hear what you're saying and you can hear what I'm saying. Even if we disagree, we can disagree agreeably. It's all about respect. What I want to say is I appreciate Cheech giving his perspective on the use of the N-word, and I appreciate Dr. Sharonda being open and honest and sincere and sharing her sentiment on why she abstains from use of that word. And what we have to do as a culture and as a people is learn to accept what we can change. We have to learn to accept that, yes, there are some of us that will use that word, 
but we're not using it in a harmful way. Right, right. This is a right. way in which we'll kid with one another. I heard, I've seen women of color use the B word. I'm like, wow. I mean, they call me, I say, mean, hey, I B, see, how you doing, I see women. I see women jokingly joking around, with, you know, with close friends using mm-hmm. that, referring to each other. So it's like if you're going to be technical, you got to be technical all the way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the artist that I said I grew up, listening to, with mm-hmm. the exception of KRS-One, he didn't really drop the N-word too much. But, you know, that's just, that's in the hood. I can't explain why we refer to each other, like, it, using that word, but that's, you know, that's just something that's it's been going on for so long. Like, I can't, you know, I can't explain that. I mean, he kind of fucked me up with that question. Excuse my language. I didn't mean to use profanity. But it was like one of those questions that was like, how do you answer that? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you answer that? I mean, I'm not Will Smith. I can't. Like, Will Smith, you know, he did that. He he made music without using no curse words or profanity. Bill Cosby told jokes without cursing. That was them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that was their era, and that's what they did. They were the masters of that. Me, you know, I got to work on myself a little bit till I make it to that point. That's all I'm going right. to say. Well, thank but, you. But that's all it was for, to just put it out there. Right. I, mm-hmm. Right. And I, and I appreciate you asking that question. I really mm-hmm. do. Really, I really do, because that kind of, like, that kind of, like, opened me up to, like, now I'm, I'm going to try my best not to you know, use that word as often, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that I'm going to be able to completely cut it out of my regiment because you got to understand, everybody that I come in contact with, like, on my level right now, we we use that word. Now, if, I, if I'm blessed enough to go corporate and I'm around, you know, suit-wearing individuals every day, then that, you know, that word might be history, you know what I'm saying? Well, I would ask you this, Teach. Now, right. depending on the crowd that you're in, right. would you say you kind of you you survey your audience first, and then you know if you got to temper your pieces, or if you maybe uh, I can't do this one here because of the type right. of audience. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, are you that I, way in that regard? Right. I do have some rhymes that I don't use curse words, like the um, more radio friendly records. You know what I'm saying? Like, where I try to, you know, like, either if I'm going to say a curse word, I'll try to slur it. Mm-hmm. Intelligent minds know what I'm talking about. But, you know, yeah, I'm I'm good at, you know, like, you know, choosing what to say when, you know, what rhyme is appropriate for, you know, certain occasions. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm definitely going to try, you know, not to use that word because, it's, I mean, it's not a positive word to use, you know what I mean? But that's how we talk, you know what I mean? That's, that's Right. Any, it's any, because, any yeah. in America, any hood in America, you know, when it's like your right-hand man, you and somebody say, yo, you know, something, say, yeah, that's my nigga. Mm-hmm. You don't mean it in a negative. Like, it's just, it's just something that, you know, we've been doing for so long, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like the word, you know, the, the the B word, you know, I I think that if you call a woman 
a B. That can be taken in the wrong way, but if you say, damn, that's a bad B, like, you know what I mean? Like, or you, you a bad you a bad B. Like, she could take that either way. You know what I'm saying? She could take mm-hmm. that like, man, we just call me a bad chick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm 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 handling my business. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do as a one nobody. Okay. Well, you know what I mean? right. It's always good to hear more than one perspective on any right. given issue. Right. And I'm going to read, there's this article, it was in the New York Times, and the title of it is The the N-Word and Richard Pryor. And I'm just going to share some of this uh, article because I think it really does help to shed light on what Cheech has said as well as the other perspectives shared by Dr. Sharonda. And we want to be fair on both sides and let everyone kind of hear you know, hear more than just one perspective. Right, right. It reads, Richard Pryor's death puts into painful relief. And this, of course, was published in 2005, December 15th. Richard Pryor's death puts into painful relief hip-hop's exploitation of the N-word. In 1993, Snoop Dogg said he used the word because it's me. In 1996, Def Jam founder... Russell Simmons said, when we say nigger now, it's very positive. Now, all white kids who buy into hip-hop culture call each other nigger because they have no history with the word other than something positive. When black kids call each other a real nigger or my nigger, it means you walk a certain way, have your own culture that you invent. So, you don't have to buy into the U.S. culture that you're not really a part of it. It means we're special. We have our own language. In a documentary last year on the N-word, actor and rapper Ice Cube claimed the word was a defiant badge of honor. Last month in an interview on NBC's Today Show, rapper 50 Cent said of his massive use of the N-word, I'm not using it as a racial slur. It's just slang. Talk about reinventing the in will. All these things were precisely what the comedian Pryor claimed at the beginning of the 1970s when he made a conscious decision to splatter his routine with the word. In his autobiography, Prior Convictions, he said, nigger. And so this one night, I decided to make it my own nigger. I decided to take the sting out of it, nigger. <laughs> As if saying it over and over again would numb me and everybody else to its wretchedness, nigger. Said it over and over like a preacher singing hallelujah. Prior claims saying it changed me. Yes, it did. It gave me strength. Let me rise above. Pryor rose to commercial stardom like many African-Americans. I bought his albums in my teens and early 20s, and no one was more brilliant on a dazzling variety of political and social topics. At a more immature time, he seemed to me a rugged compliment to my Bill Cosby Family Life albums. As the 1970s wound down, it was spectacularly evident that embracing the N-word did not give Pryor the strength to rise above demons. His dismal childhood among whorehouses and 
Varun Valance in Peoria, Illinois, Mushrooms into Hollywood, Drug Binges and Threats to Wives at Gunpoint. And so as we can see, right. it, it just like the the old saying goes, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Right. When it comes to the use of the N-word, it's all in what you interpret it as meaning to you. Right. And I would say this much. Knowing the history and the negative connotation that has been attached with the word, that's what makes it so difficult for me to use it loosely. However, every man and woman has to be true to their own convictions. So I'm not going to dictate to you what you should do. I'm just going to do me. Right. So when it all boils down to it, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to be true to our own convictions. Um, I believe Richard Pryor, uh, he did have a trip. He went to Africa, and he did say after his trip and what he experienced when he went to Africa, when he came back to America, he decided on his own that he didn't want to use the N-word anymore in his live performances. So it's always a personal choice. It should always be your own personal convictions when deciding what word you will use or what word you won't use when you are referring to 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 your delivery right. of a message expressing what your thoughts and opinions are and especially referring to your friends or a crowd or your target audience of people. And you just want to always be sensitive to others. Um, that's a part of multiculturalism. Always right. being aware that not all of us look the same, not all of us walk the same, not all of us talk the same. Some of us have certain accents. Uh, some of us dress a certain way. Um, and being sensitive to that, being respectful being able to say, okay, you are who you are, I am who I am, um, and I respect your differences. And it comes with maturity. It comes with time. Um, I can't demand from you to do a thing because I do it, but I can tell you why I do what I do. So it's right. like that. So um, we have a caller from New York City. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, New York City. Thank you so much. Uh, well, well, well. I'm going to introduce myself because um, uh, my name is Scott Dwayne Young. Welcome. Um, welcome. Thank you. Um, I'm a co-host, a radio show host, and a co-host, uh, honorary co-host of Exceptional Scribble. Um, I want to expound on what y'all were just speaking on. Uh, brother, your name is Teach, right? Yes, sir. Okay. At first, when I heard Dr. Sharonda say what she said about the word, I felt the same way she felt. When I hear the word, I kind of shut it down. And like she said, you might be saying something, but I'm going to miss it. You know, and my whole thing is this. I did 22 years in the penitentiary. And the young brothers used to use the word all the time. 
And I used to tell them, why do you refer to yourself that way? I said, do you know how many people got killed, dragged, hung, and everything to make people respect you and call you brother or black man or something else besides that? And they were like, well, it's it's what we do. It's, I've always had that word. It's always been in my life. I've always heard it. I said, you know why you do that? I said, because you're not, you didn't pay a price. You haven't paid a penalty or anything to, to, to understand how strong and what people really went through to make you stop calling them. And they was like, I don't understand what you're saying. So I turned around and I said, okay, every time you use the word, it costs you 25 push-ups. Mm. And I'd sit behind them and they'd be going off and they'd get up to 200 push-ups. And they was on call anywhere I wanted them. And after at least a month, them brothers stopped using the word because it cost them wherever. They had to do push-ups in the child hall, on the run, in front of their favorite boss lady, or in the, in the uh, halftime of the game. It cost them something. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. And what made me at first, what you said to Dr. Sharon that I, I didn't agree with, but you know what made me? really come back and respect you was that you said, I'm going to try. Mm. Because mm. when people say, oh, it's just a word that we use, no, it's not. It's disrespectful, and and I don't care whoever started it. They shouldn't have never had. And even, like she said, with Richard Pryor, I love Richard Pryor. Yes. But, you know, even he went through his process, and once he seen what he seen, he had to stop. You know, it's, you know that was his money. That was his bread and butter. That was what he known for. Mm-hmm. And, yes, you know, for a man of that manner, you know what I'm saying, to stop what was really lining his pockets and changing routines and everything like that, mm. yo, yeah. that have to make, you have to stop and think about that. Because, see, on my show, my show is called Pull Your Pants Up. So my, my, my slogan is pull up your pants and raise your mind, pull up your pants and have a good time and put down a gun and have some fun. That, them are my slogans. And there's dudes that come on my show, and my first thing I tell them ain't no N-word and ain't no cussing. You know? Right. And, you know, some I got one dude, he's like, man, I want to come on your show. I said, you know what you got to do? And he's like, Man, I'm trying. I'm working on it. You know what I'm saying? But before that, he was like, yo, it ain't going to happen. I'm going to use that N-word, and I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you have to – What did I, how would I say this? You have to want something a little bit more more for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because the history, as Fran says, if you know the history, you know, people, like you say, in the hood – Oh, it's just me, brother, and this and that. As soon as the white folk or somebody outside our race said they racist, we ready to call the newspaper and we ready to march and everything else. So right. if it's disrespectful when they say it, it should be disrespectful when you say it. Mm, okay. You understand what I'm saying? And the whole thing, another thing that was said was that in certain companies you don't use it. Hey, if you're going to use it, use it anywhere. Be real with it. You know what I'm saying? If you say it in front of anybody else, say it in front of everybody. 
Don't right. pick and choose because you know why you do that? Because you know it's not acceptable in certain places. So if it's not acceptable in certain places, it shouldn't be acceptable at all. Right, and that's right. just, you know, that's my opinion. And my whole purpose, anybody on this show, I tell you, is the betterment of my people. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because, see, you know, that's how they think. look at us as niggas. You know, you be on the train, you ought to see these little kids, and they be, oh, my nigga this. And you see the white folks just looking up at them like, yo, for real? You know, they got their headphones on, and they singing their little rap songs, you know what I'm saying? And the first thing coming out of their mouth, this and that, the Bs, the Hs, and everything. And I'm like, really, for real? Right. Suck this, that, this and that, you know what I'm saying? Come on, mm-hmm. where's the respect? So if we, 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 sometimes we have to take a stand. Sometimes it hurts. But sometimes we got to take a stand. And we, we got to realize that there was people that came before us that put their lives on the line mm. to make it better for us. And and we have to do that. We have to keep that dream alive. You understand right. what I'm saying? I'm not going to knock nobody for whatever money they're making, but if, I, if, if, if it's dealing with that, I don't deal with it. Right. That's just me mm-hmm. because I know what goes on. That's just like people running around, oh, the police is killing our people, this and that. You're killing each other every day in the hood. Who marching and throwing signs up about that? Right. You're killing each other for the block. You're killing each other for crack. You're killing each other for colors. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But ain't mm. nobody mm. Uh, 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 going, going up and, and, and pulling out signs and marching on that. That's okay. Right. We we, we got we to gotta take a stand. Yeah. We got to take, take a stand. stand. That's right. And us as artists that know better, us as artists that got this creativity and got this power, we got power, Mm y'all. Power of the words to touch people's hearts and spirits and reach inside their mind and unlock certain things they never even knew they had. So we we are the people that we the leaders that they look for. And if we ain't leading right, they're going to go astray. So we all the time we do something, we always gonna be looked upon. You understand? Right. And I myself, in, in actuality, don't give a damn about how people feel about me. But I know one thing, and people will tell you one thing about me: I'm always gonna do what's right. I'm not gonna do what's popular. And right. you know, y'all on something that that means so much to me: hip hop. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I'm one of the founding fathers of hip hop. I never even tell people that. I was there with Run DMC. I was there with the Fat Boys and Houdini, CD3, mm-hmm. UTFO. You know, right. I was there. Roxanne, 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 Shantae, the real Roxanne. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> all of them. See, people don't even remember all of that. You know, That's and right. I was there. I you know, and, and, and I could write a book right now on things that people wouldn't even understand. You know, and, and be like, wow, the inside book, because I'm talking about I'm sitting there, and I, and we kicking it, like me and you talking now, mm-hmm. in the Roxy, in Studio 54, every weekend, mm. you know. And I you know what's so sad? I'm glad you brought that up, Scott. A lot of the youth today, they don't know that history. They don't know that, you know, there was a uh, small group of uh, rappers that 
networked in New York City, and then it it spread across. You had California, and you had Philly, and you had Jersey, and you know, then it just spread like wildfire. They don't really know that history. They just know what they hear today, which right. a lot of it is a spin-off. It's trash. I'm sorry the, to yeah. tell you. It's, it, it ain't even a spin-off, Fran, and you was being nice about that. It's straight trash. Because right. when you sitting up there calling your sisters B's and H's, and when you sitting up there glorifying, popping somebody in the face or shooting somebody and selling that dope, yeah. then you a fool and an idiot because anybody that was ever in the game will never tell anybody else that it's the best thing that ever happened to them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And I just want to so, say to everyone listening, uh, Brother Scott Young, I know him. I know his past. I know his impact. I know this man. He was a real gangster. This is not no fraud. This is someone right. that knows the life, and he's got many scars to prove that he lived that life. And um, even now, with all that he's been through, he's one of the most humble men alive. And that's because he has integrity. And I would tell anyone, integrity is your money. If you lose your integrity, your dollars will turn into cents. So never, never take down, never lose your integrity because that's what keeps you legitimate, Mm -hmm. authentic. That's what keeps you a real woman and a real man. Once they steal your integrity away, they got your soul. And then when you don't have a soul, you're only a shell of a man or a shell of a woman. Right. Don't know it. Thank you, Francine. And them are powerful words and they are so true because see, that's one thing, you know, I do my radio show. Right now, I'm working with the New York City Police Department with what we call the community gap, to bridge Mm. the community, the gap between the community and the police, to show the police that we are people, regardless of what people told you when you go on these streets. We are people and teaching the people that they are people. You understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because when you... When a lot of people, when you see the police, you don't think about them having no dog, no cat, no kids, no nothing at home. Mm-hmm. You see that suit. Mm-hmm. You know? And when people, when when they training you and telling you you're going in this neighborhood, you got to watch out. They might come up and talk to you and shoot you and everything. You got them on, on, on point for, for no reason. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I said, most people don't pay attention to Doc Bruce Banner, Bruce Wayne, or, 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 or Doc uh, uh, Clark Kent. I said, it's when they turn into Superman, Batman, and the Hulk that people want to start paying attention. <laughs> I said, it's the same thing with that uniform. If you got on free world clothes, nobody will never know you're a cop unless you show them a gun or a badge. I right. said, but as soon as you put on that suit, people start paying attention. Right. I said, so you have to understand. We understand you're going to run into burning buildings and save people. You're going to do the helmet on them if they're choking. You're going to run toward the gunfire when it's going down instead of away. We understand that. I said, but it's the little things. Good morning. How you mm-hmm. doing? A smile, a wink, anything to make somebody's day. You never know how that to make somebody's day different instead right. of them walking by you. And... Right now, I've been going to the schools, talking to the children. Yesterday, I spoke to 268 children in the school. 
Mm. Four different classes. I went in at ten thirty and didn't get out to five to three. Mm. And I got a call from the captain of New York City Police Department last night and asked me would he would I mind if they film me the next time I speak to the kids in school. That's and good. I told him it's mm-hmm. not a problem. He said, but I got to get your permission, and now I got to order a film crew. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is what God gave to me. Because, right. like I tell the children, me, working with the police, for real? <laughs> you would have told me that years ago, for real? You put me in jail for 22 years for nothing. You right. took my life away. I lost $2.5 million, eight cars, Boxes of mm-hmm. jewelry, mm-hmm. all guns, mm-hmm. everything. House, mm-hmm. condominium. Yeah, now right. I live on $91 every two weeks and uh, 180 some food stamps once a month. And I'm yeah. happy now, more happy now than I ever was then. Right. But right. you know what? I know the people that surround me really love me because I don't have nothing to right. give them but that's love, it. understanding, it. and the truth. Right. And right. Like you said, this new rap stuff, people have sold off their integrity. Right. They have given it up. They ain't keeping it real. The old school rappers run them, love what they doing. That's why you feel it. Right. They right. loved what they was doing. Right. They they had a message for the people. Mm-hmm. Right. But now it's not a message. Oh, I love. I'm in love with the Coco. This girl here, bump twerking, and you know what I'm saying. There's no message. You teaching people de- how to degrade themselves and, and don't have no respect for self. Right. That's what you teaching people. To walk around with their behinds hanging out their pants. <laughs> <laughs> what What is that? Who's gonna respect mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. And you gonna tell me that's hip hop? <laughs> that's hip slop you're sloppy and you ain't doing it and then people is misusing you yeah. and it's sad I love that's my that's right and and I just want to share also because this is uh, black history um, teaching and, and acknowledgement month we really need to reflect what our ancestors declared and we say that we're kings, we say that we're queens. However, I never saw any pictures of pharaohs and 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 uh nobles wearing their pants hanging off their behind. Um I never saw any pictures of queens uh wearing uh clothes that just didn't uh portray or reflect dignity and and um the fact of them being regal and so if we're going to say we're something we really need to embody the spirit of that thing so i definitely urge and encourage everyone and i'm not exempt we're all striving to be a better you or better me so i definitely urge everyone even with this platform on the show tonight, um, always step up your game. Mm-hmm. Always take it up another notch. Never get complacent. Never think, mm-hmm. oh, I'm okay right here. Why? Because there's always more. There's always room for improvement. Right. And there's always more success. Don't you want to achieve higher? 
goals. I mean, we should always want to be better. We should always aim higher. So I just want to encourage everyone to remember this, remember this, because I'm sure that our ancestors, they did their best. They did what they could, and they paved the way for us to do better, not for us to do worse. So let's keep them in mind. If we keep them in mind, I think we'll all strive to be better. All right, friend. I thank you. I want to say this, and then I'm going to pass the mic back. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like you kill me and you just pull the trigger. I hate when my people use that nasty word, nigga. Why are you degrading yourself and putting yourself down? When people went through all type of things and went six feet underground. Mm. Fran, you think you slick? And sometimes I got to ponder. I noticed the last two shows you've been putting me after Dr. Sharonda. <laughs> but that's okay. I feel that anyway. And when I get out, I'm giving you the word for the day. Your name is Teach. And that doesn't mean preach. But you have to understand what you're building and what you're making. You don't know whose heart, soul, or mind, and spirit that it'll reach. You Mm -hmm. always got to be an artist when you're stepping on that stage because you never know what's going to be on the next page. This is a book that you have to look. Something that can be stolen because you know they are crooks. They'll steal what you got out there and take it and twist it all up. Tell you it was theirs, and they'll sell it and patch it up. I want you to be the best man or woman or queen or king that you can be. Don't sell your soul or give up your integrity because we are the best and we are the leaders of this world. And we ain't going to be no rusty nail. We're going to be a diamond or a pearl. Mm. So I'm just telling you that. And like I said, when you fill up my cup, you listen to Scott Young, and my show is called Pull Your Pants Up. That's the word for the day, y'all. Woo! I'll break that. Real nice, real nice. That was hot. Yeah. And that was, wait a minute, that wasn't scripted. I know you ain't write that down, brother. You know I ain't writing nothing down. You know I don't write nothing down, friend. If they don't get it on. You sure need to have that recorded so it can be done again, you know, somewhere. Well, you know, I'm going to post the archive link. Well, I got to go to the archives because every every piece I will share it on tomorrow. Off my head. I don't, I don't, if you ask me to do it again, I couldn't. Yeah, but you need to record it for yourself so that. That that you, you that needs to be heard, my dear brother. That well, it, because see, when as soon as you said that word, and you know the nigger thing, it, it, it what what resonated in my head about that? You see, it 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 it, it got ugly. But it, the the deal was these ignorant jackasses could not pronounce the word Negro, which is black exactly, and Hispanic. And they all foolish with they all foolish self talking about some nigger. You know, and yeah. it went from nigger to nigger. Nigger, yeah. It went on to nigger, you know what I'm I saying? I heard it all, yeah. And, all and, and um, it, it's just like they're mispronouncing the word Missouri. I don't understand about no Missouri. I, what is that? How did you get that? You know, <laughs> I mean, what's the <laughs> did you finagle to make it be Missouri? 
I mean, you know, come on, is another language or something involved here? But you know, that that as soon as you said that I said this is this is absolutely from the ignorance of these low life cusses that went to our country and brought mm-hmm. us in chains out of mm-hmm. our homeland and right. then brought us here and then heaped all these names and crap up on us and still needed us to build their funky old country. Mm. Had it Ooh. not been for our technology <laughs> and our expertise, they would crack have never whip. had not one building. How dare you say anything about a brother living in the White House? He belongs there. It belongs mm. to mm. us. He, built he belongs there. I he heard built that. It. His forefathers built it. Amen. Even yeah. the doggone sewers that carry your poop out, <laughs> we built. Right. I wish there was some way that we could go backwards and bury you in it. No, that's see, that's mm. not right. I, I should, right. Don't I should, even go there. I shouldn't don't even feel like that. Don't beat him. Don't beat like him. him. But I. But but the deal is that no matter what you say, what you say, it's our expertise that got you where you are today. Had it not been for our great-great-great-great-grandmothers nursing you, nursing your, your great-great-great-great-grandfathers and stuff, got one one of her children on her breast and, and, and one of the slave master children wow. on the other breast just milking the poor woman to, 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 to emaciation. Had it not been for that, y'all would have died off because uh, right. your your wife, your mothers, the mothers of your children didn't want to be bothered, you know, so they got a wet nurse, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Had it not been for us, you know, and you still, you tried to suck it all out and it didn't even happen. Child, we multiply and like roaches. Testify. Lady yeah. of Love, Queen Oh, yeah. Yo, oh, I get fired up about... I, got I know a piece, that's right. I get a piece sitting on my board right now called Sisters, Darker Than Blue. And mm-hmm. I, if mm-hmm. I get a chance mm-hmm. to pop that off tonight, I'm going to run that all the you way. You most definitely are going to have a chance. I want to be gracious, though. We've had our feature spotlight artist, Mr. Cheech C. Cake Moore Myers on from the beginning. I tell you, he is so, he is such a gracious special guest. He is, I mean, he's tarried. You know, sometimes you be at the hour because no one's obligated to stay on after the hour when they're a future spotlight artist. Uh We understand, you know, he has obligations. He has a two-year-old, ladies and gentlemen. He is. His own two year old and it's a girl, it's a princess, it's a queen, so we know he's busy. Ooh, <laughs> we know how we queens and princesses king. are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it gets oh. tough sometimes. So we know, love so. him. We really have a lot of love and honor for him and we want to acknowledge our single fathers out there. You know, single mothers get so much praise yes. but We've got right. to be fair. You know, there are single dads out there, too, that's holding it down, and he's holding one of them. And we yeah. want to honor him and commend him on doing that. Thank Absolutely. you. I appreciate that. Bless you. You, you are welcome. So, we, we, you know, we don't want to hold you longer than you can stand. We thank you for okay, being so yeah. gracious. <laughs> yeah, but we want yeah, you to yeah. give all of your contact information, Twitter account, Facebook, I'm well, I don't have media. a Twitter. I don't. I don't have a Twitter, but I only have. Um, I have you know my Facebook. Um, Cheech Seymour Seymour Cake Myers, and my Instagram is CMK Hot. Okay. 
with two T's. So, you know, I appreciate y'all having me on the show. You know, I appreciate everybody, you know, for their, you know, good words. I took everything to heart, really uplifted my spirits tonight. You know, thank you, brother, for being a good listener. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that, man. I'm going to check you out. What's the name you said your show was again? Scott Young, man. My name is Scott Young. And right. the name of my show is Pull Your Pants Up. Pull your pants. Just go to Facebook and look for Scott Young, and you'll see my my picture. Fran always posting up. Tomorrow's no, my no. show. Sure it's will. I'm going to post seven. this show info. Yeah. And, right um, after this show, I'm going to have it up. No yeah. doubt. I'm going to tune into that, man. Hey, yeah. man, everybody stay blessed, man. You All too, right. my brother. You be great. Right. You're going to be great. Peace and many blessings. And we will definitely talk to have you back on the panel Sometime, okay. let's say July, we want to give you some time because we know you're going to be touring and doing shows. Yeah, I'm about to turn up, <laughs> to turn up on a man. Y'all stay blessed, man. Pray for All you. All right. Enjoy yeah. the rest of your evening. Peace and blessings. Peace. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. I tell you, we talking about hip-hop tonight, so I expected things to get a little heated up. You know, hip-hop is about the life. In the urban city, that's where it originated, how we know hip-hop has gone mainstream. And um, what I want to do now, because I understand we have a poet that has a poem. I believe it's Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer. I want to give him a chance to spit. And then we're going to move to Texas because we have Queen Nikki Fertile Spirit. And Queen Nikki Fertile Spirit. Queen Nikki? Don't tell me you lost girl out there in the desert. She probably, well, I know she was in travel mode tonight. You know, she's, you know, with her business, Business Solution, she is constantly on the go. So we're going to move to Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer. Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer? Yes, I'm here, Fred. I'm here. Yes. Now I have one request for you. Is it possible you can either... Turn your mic up, I say maybe three decibels higher, or if that's good, because I want to make sure everyone can hear you loud and clear. Okay, okay. Well, you know, listening to the uh, conversation, uh, I wrote this piece a while back, a few years ago, and uh, I think it was appropriate. uh, It kind of fits in with all, matter of fact, everything that uh, Mr. Scott was talking about. I have it in this poem right here. So uh, if you allow me, it, it does use yeah. the term. It does use the term. So uh, let me forewarn you. And the title of this piece is called Term of Endearment. Yeah, right. But here we go. Do you know the real sting of being called a nigger? Spit on, laughed at, told by scientists you're inferior held back from education, believing you were unteachable, use the sweat off your back, you gain minimal residuals. Rewind the clock, circa 1950, back of the bus, Amos and Andy. Segregation, no hesitation to falsely accuse you, no dedication to try to and recuse you. You try to emulate all your opposers, ashamed of your hair, your lips, your nose, or you change what you like. A sister, you diss her. Look in the mirror, that's what they see. Nigga, you're not a man, you're a boy. Get used to it. 
not much of your past, fake books were diffusing it. The derogatory terms you embrace and now using them, nigga this, nigga that, that's my nigga. Put the gun to your head and pull your own trigger. Your mind has accepted all negative thought into the myth your mental have bought. You perpetuate ideas, you'll always be a nigga. You think because you're rich now, it will change how you figure. Fast forward to Vietnam, another reason to hate you. Dress you in a uniform, call you equal to bait you. Charge in full force. What's a few niggas' lives? Keep your asses in war and away from my wives. Head brothers see the falsehood. A few listen when they could. They break away from the chains where slave mind once stood. Equal pay, education, recognition of achievements. Cities get torn apart in a moment of bereavement. All about being black now. Power to the people. Slick back hairstyles no more. It's all natural. Brothers start thinking and making that capital. But the scars are too deep. And the enemy still laughs at you. Oh, you think you're this. You think you're that. Those are words from your peers if a brother moves up. Oh, check this nigga here. Seven in the 70s and 80s, more of the same. A little bit better, still can't shake the name. He watches more than any other can. Hear bad news on TV, prayer's not a black man. We want to be proud of us. It is us that puts that shroud on us. Remove that gray cloud on us. Stand tall and be loud for us. In poem. Mm. Wow. Beautiful, brother. How apropos for you to spit that tonight. Awesome. Well, the archives will be rocking tonight, tomorrow. That's power. That's power right there. That's power. Mm-hmm. Y'all go to them archives tomorrow. Y'all going to get a good Yes, treat. indeed. Mm. Yes, Ooh. indeed. I don't want anyone yeah, right. yeah, think, yeah. to miss out <laughs> on hearing the archives of tonight. So I will definitely post them as soon as they're ready. <laughs> Man, that touched me. That touched me. That was everything I said out of my mouth today. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. When I pulled up, pulled up, and I was listening to you, I said, oh, man, you know, mm-hmm. I ain't have to write that. I right there and there, you know? Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, like and doctor. Said, we, see, um, we see the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to get some feedback from Dr. Sharonda. I believe she's still with us. Dr. Sharonda? Yes. Yes. Hey, that I was, was hot. really like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, one of the things is that like when the young man was talking, I didn't get a chance to let him know. See, I've been rapping since 1984, and mm. rapping, for, and and we all know rapping for a woman since 1984 is way different than rapping for a man. For a man, right? I had to write and I had to bring heat, mm. and all the heat I brought, I never had to say nigga. And the the thing of it is, but did I say some stuff that didn't uplift us? Certainly. And it's it's mm-hmm. all about, you know, you being evolved. And li- First of all, yeah, you're going to talk about your experiences and stuff like that. And I like when that brother said he's going to think about it. And that's mm-hmm. all I was trying to do is plant a seed because mm-hmm. it's all in his growth and his time. But if nobody tells him, he won't know. You know right, what I'm right. That's yeah. true about it. It wasn't to bash him. It wasn't to to, to disrespect or anything like that. But mm-hmm. 
I, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer. Listen, if I got a booger in my nose, tell me. Don't, don't let me walk around with a booger in my nose. That's so, right. That's right. That, that's the that's thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's up to you if you want to go to the bathroom, get the tissue, and blow. But mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know. So you're working with information. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Yes. That's you know what I'm saying? I, I said because like I think I said it before. See, I have I have a nephew um, that's that's a rapper, but guess what? He's locked up. And the thing mm-hmm. of it is, is because these young people now they have to show that they this and they that, so mm-hmm. that they're saying they're actually trying to live it, and they're going six feet under, or they under some steel bars. And mm-hmm. so that. We need to speak to that because if we don't speak to it, you know what I'm saying, then what's the next generation? You know, so I have, I have to feel, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll tell myself, you know, I'm not going to even say nothing, but my spirit won't let me do that. That's not mm-hmm. who I am. You know what I'm saying? And I, so I have to, and like I said, I know nobody's going to change overnight, but that brother got a seed planted, you mm-hmm. know, and, and then, you know, I said something, then everybody came and, you know, Put the the fertilizer and stuff on right, the side. Right, right. The water, the fertilizer. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that's all we can do. You know what I'm saying? We can't criticize or, or none of that. We have to uplift our people and give our people information. That's right. Yes. Thank you. Thanks so much, Dr. Sharon. And you had shared in the chat room, if you could share that information about the cardinal principles for making a Negro. Yeah. It's, so mm-hmm. it's, it's in the, you know, it's the Willie Lynch and um mm-hmm. it's a it's the um is you know how to how to make a a slave yeah so it's, 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 and so like i i taught well, I, I um i taught high school i was a, a, a african heritage facilitator and mm-hmm. so you know everybody they nigga this nigga that nigga this so this mm. is what i did i gave them the willie lynch and had them to read it because every other word is nigga and they mm. was like i don't like saying this well you say it all the time anyway this is mm-hmm. this is the effect that it had for okay. our people. That's right. You know, and so yeah, the um, and so it's just yeah, it's just um, the willingness to make another slave, and um, I'm a part of this anthology. It's called Black Male, and it should be coming out pretty soon. And um, actually, H. Rap Brown is it wrote a piece in it and stuff as well. But um, I can pair the the Willie Lynch. To the um, to Lyndon Johnson's war on poverty, but how he called it the war on poverty, but it it still was just Willie Lynch with a, another outfit on, and we continue to perpetuate that. <clears throat> so um, <clears throat> we give up our ideas and stuff, and you know, or we sell out our soul. So mm-hmm. people, a handful of people are out there making money on music. You know, then it still is not authentic. And what type of legacy do you want to to live? Now, when I was growing up, I got offered a deal, but the the deal, the person, they sold drugs, and I didn't want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, no, nah, I don't want to be a part of that. But a lot of people would have took it because they could have made money. But I know right. where my spirit comes from. That's right. Got to be true to your own convictions. Exactly. So, you know, like, you know, because everybody do it, that don't mean you have to do it. And that's what I, I you know, I tell my daughter all the time. I, I, I've i been a lot of things in my life, and it's a, two things I ain't never been. That's a victim and a follower. Mm. Mm. Hmm. 
That's right. That's right. Perfect. I would love for you to repeat that, what you told your daughter, please. I want everyone to kind of just really let it marinate <laughs> in their psyche. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I, I tell my daughter, I have been many things in my life, but there's two things I never bear, a victim or a follower. Mm. Wow. Powerful, powerful. That's that's a positive affirmation right there. <laughs> never be a victim, never be a follower. Right. Because, you, know, you know, it is a saying that says, in order to be a good leader, you have to be a good follower. But the thing of it is, is that you don't have to follow people. You can agree with people. It's the difference between agreeing with people and and deciding to take that path and following a person because that's what you want to. That's what you feel you need to do. So mm-hmm. to me, that's not true. You know what I'm saying? You you have to make a decision on what it is you want to do. If you don't make the decision and just say I'm going to do that because they're doing it, that's being a follower. If you say, oh, yeah, I think I'll do it that way and stuff, you're learning mm. to be a leader. Learning. So mm-hmm. you don't have to follow anybody. You may do something that the next person is doing, but if you're consciously making the decision and know why you're doing it, then you're not following. Mm. Okay. Mm. Can't get, can't Thank get you. no more than Thank that. Thank you. That's right. Shoot. Real. Y'all got little tears running out of my eyes. I don't know why tears running out of my eyes. <laughs> Shoot. I'm loving this right here for real. Yes. This I'm is the- wholesome. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We have a uh, caller on the line who also is a master artist and uh, he too shares experience in having uh, been a part of an urban music uh, background. He is a musician. He is a writer. uh, He is a well-rounded artist. And I'm going to call him to the platform now because he has some information that he wants to share with our listening audience, which will prove to be highly inspirational and truly beneficial. Welcome to the platform, Mr. Greg Austin. Good evening, brothers and sisters. How are y'all doing tonight? Good. Good evening. Awesome, awesome. I'm sitting here listening. First of all, let me me say this. I'm a young 56-year-old man. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. All right. (laughs) Now, for me, hip-hop started... It started long before these groups, but the group that started hip-hop for me was The Last Poets. The Last mm, Poets. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Scott, you're from New York, so you know The Last Poets was definitely one of the first rappers, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm going to tell you, their stuff was not necessarily radio-friendly. Hmm. No, they wasn't. <laughs> you know the parks. But, you know how it go underground. But the, but the point was this. They had a message. And when, like, when they said niggas, all niggas, black niggas, white niggas, they said niggas for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, let's fast, the context. Let's fast forward. Mm-hmm. Let's fast forward. Uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago, I worked for a record label that was distributed by EMI Records. 
and we sold. Now the hold, sit down for a second. We sold Christian gangster rap records. Hmm. <laughs> I know some dudes like that. Yes, they're good. Mm-hmm. Now, all these guys had done time for the and paid and paid for either the crime they did commit or didn't commit. We ain't going to go there. But the bottom line was the moral. The stories were the same, but the moral of the story was different. It had a different ending. Mm. Now. My job for that record label was retail promotion. So I'm calling stores all over the country and telling them about this music. And some of these rappers had traveled with big-name artists. I'm not going to go ahead and, and tell you, but they, they traveled with big-name artists had, you know, before, they got, before they did their time. And, you know, of course, things got separated. But they, they were serious rappers. Nine times out of ten, I would hear this from the store. If it ain't dirty, I can't sell it. Nobody will buy it. Hmm. Think about that for a second. If it ain't dirty, I can't sell it. Now, we know as artists, especially if we've been around the block once or twice, we know that art can speak to society in a way that nothing else can. And it can move society in a way that nothing else can. If it wasn't for the artist saying, we're not going to South Africa no more, it, things might still, apartheid might still be running over there. Mm. Artists touched their money over there, and that made and that made most of the difference in the world, right? That's right. So when you think about that, and you we've all heard this, am I my brother's keeper? We mm. as artists, yes, we are. We are all our brother's keepers, and as artists, we can facilitate change. But first, we have to embrace that. We have to embrace mm. the fact that we have the ability to go ahead and make a change. Hmm. The industry wants to go ahead and take dog food and throw it on the floor and tell, tell the masses, hey, go eat that mess and give me my money. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? We go ahead as artists, we go ahead and say, hey, well, they buying dog food, let's give them dog food. Tell them to go bark at the moon. As artists, we can't, that, that, that's, that's, that's unacceptable because we are our brother's keeper and we have the ability to make a change. But first, we got to brace the fact that we were we have been given an art first you know this craft that we have we didn't give it to ourselves because we have been given this art we need to go ahead and use that art for the proper cause now i know this like I, the music i do i do a lot of relaxation music and for for the most part you know it's not going to be what you hear uh it's not commercial to the point where people are going to buy it and say yeah this is what i got to have but it's what, it's what was put inside of me. So I do that. But I'm also remembering that I have a purpose, even with that with that art. Like I, I talked to Fran a little bit earlier about a project that I got coming up. Mm-hmm. I still have to go ahead and use this music in a way that's going to be edifying, not only to myself, but to others. I have that responsibility as an artist. Now, again, going back to the last post. Yes, this stuff was not radio-friendly, a lot of it. But they were serious about a message about progress for for people, for people who are downtrodden. They right. use it for a purpose. When you listen to Common, you know that his stuff, yeah, he cusses. I mean, I, I don't believe it. I don't cuss. I, you know, I don't believe in that. But I have to give take my hat off to the brother because he has a positive message. He's trying to go ahead and do something. Now, you know full well with Common skills, if he wanted to, he could make a whole lot more money than he's making. But he's decided to take the high road. Mm-hmm. When I listen to KRS-One, again, I don't, I don't appreciate some of the language he used, but I tell you what, his message is on point. 
Mm-hmm. And these are artists that, you know, you want to go ahead and look up to. You know, people say, well, I'm, I know Bill Cosby's going through his thing right now, but if you're a comedian, if you can find a way to make people laugh without cussing, you, you're a pretty daggone good comedian. Because what does water do? It seeks to the lowest level. That's the easy thing to do. Getting water to go uphill, that's another deal. That that's takes a fine. Pump. That takes work. And I'm saying, why would we go ahead and sink to the lowest level for a dollar? Or why would we let the pimp pimp us so we could pimp somebody else? Mm, okay. I heard that. Can you repeat that statement, please? Why would you let a pimp pimp us so we can pimp somebody else? Mm, mm, mm. Think about it. That's right. And that's all it is. They're being, we're being pimped. They're sitting there feeding us dog food and saying, go and eat it. And we say, oh, yeah, let me go park the moon. Maybe they'll throw me some more. No, I'm going to tell you right now. If everybody said, we don't want to hear that mess no more, you know what the, you know what the, the industry will say? Well, they ain't buying that no more. Let's give them what they want. But as long as we say, we'll eat that garbage, they'll feed us garbage. You know full well there's plenty of artists out there who have a serious message, but they can't get out because the industry says, "Hey, mm-hmm. it ain't dirty. I can't sell it." Right. No, it's not because it's not just you can't sell it because it's dirty. It's because you don't, you found an easy way to make money. You found an easy way to pimp us, and we loving it. So you say, "Hey, just give me my money. Mm-hmm. Throw some dog food. And give me my money. I'm gone." So it's our fault. It's our fault. It's our fault that we eat dog food. It's our fault that garbage is what we is what we. That's right. It's our, it's our fault. Because we're not being force fed it. We're actually willingly saying, willingly. "I elect to eat it. I elect to hear it. I elect to speak it." You know, and I understand that. Now, I coach football. I coach track. You know, at the high school level, and I would get on the kids and say, "Listen, you can't. You, I understand that's where y'all talk, but I don't want to hear that around me. But you don't mm-hmm. understand this." Because you don't understand, I, I would say, they said, well, you don't understand. It's like this one. Well, I'm saying, you don't understand because me, it was used against me. Right. It was used to hold me down. Yes. It was used to hold my mother down. It was used to hold my father down. Right. It was used to hold my That's grandfather true. down. That's true. Mm. I saw. I saw what it took. You, you know, I, I tell you what, we were going through 1972. We were traveling down south. We <clears throat> To a mot- we pulled into a motel one night. My father said, I'm tired of driving through the motel. It was late. And the, and the man behind the counter was a white man. He looked at my father like he was crazy. And my father, you know, he was tired. He said, I don't know what's wrong with him. So we, went, we got our room went to sleep. We woke up the next morning, and we right on 95, and the hotel is a big billboard over the hotel that says, the Klan welcomes you. Mm. Woo! I've seen yeah. that on one on the biopass by, bypass three hundred one bypass in North Carolina on the way to Fayetteville, I believe, and it's right there on the coming south, coming out of um, coming from the north, coming south, and it's on the three hundred one bypass. Big old billboard. You are now entering Ku Klux Klan territory. And there's a big old church. You know how there are churches with the big steeple on the top? Mm-hmm. That's sitting right kind of like about 
my estimation may be off a little bit, but I would say about 20 yards from the billboard sign. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And, I, I mean, a chill went through me because I'm from mm-hmm. the north, and whenever I traveled, I always went on the train, so I never saw that. And right. I, decided, I decided I was going to take a drive and go. I, I was on my way to uh, a town in, in North Carolina, and I drove down from New York, and that's what I got because they told me to take the 301 bypass. I mm-hmm. mean, look at here. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Lord, have mercy. Don't let none, nothing happen to me, God, because when they, they mm-hmm. warned you. They told you. Right. You're entering, it's bold. You're in, you're entering their territory. And being that I really didn't know where I was, I had to stay on the doggone road and keep keep mm, trucking. Mm, mm. Well, here's the deal. They say since 2008, when the president became president, white supremacists rose, rose eight, uh, 40%. Mm. Mm-hmm. 40%, they, they grew in number because Susie became president. So I also know this. When I was working in, in hip-hop, but I said we had EMI as our distributor, we knew that 90% of our music sales went to young white people. Okay. So here's no, most of our music is being sold because black people won't pay for music. I hate mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Statistics say that black people won't pay for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll beg it. They'll yeah, mm-hmm. but white people, white people will buy it. So they got the money. We don't, you know, we, they have the funds. They, they daddy, they daddy owned the bank, man. Our daddy don't own no bank. That's what we need to get. We need to, all of these hip hop. economic. Yes, all of these hip hop artists who have become successful. Where is our bank? How come you all ain't got something going on with the bank so that we can have a seat on the stock exchange, you understand, so that we can govern something, so that we can have the the, the Senate and, and the Congress in our doggone pockets, and mm-hmm. so that we can govern this ugly old police force that we have. Maybe there could be some changes made if we had a voice, and money is a voice, and we ain't got a dime. We That's putting right. it in jewelry, some old funny-looking mm-hmm. heavy jewelry around your neck looking stupid. You don't need that. How many rings can you wear? You know, you, you you know, just get you a little something to make you, you know, glamorize your little self. That's fine. But the rest of it, you need to be thinking you're getting the most from the Invest. community. It's Invest. up to clicking the like button. But, you know, and I have to say this, Black Wall Street, that is not being taught to our youth. Right. Not at no, all. Okay, we no, need to not. really start passing down uh, the truth about what our people did do. Because, no, not all of us were slaves. After slavery, there was that era, there was that time, when you talk about um, the Nguzo Saba principles and Ujama and economic independence. Yes, Black Wall Street was that. And what did they do to us? And that's what we need to teach our youth today. We've got to become independent again in terms of economics. And then we can have our own city. We can have our own banks because that's what Black Wall Street was. But what did they do? What did the whites do? They, they bond and destroy yes. them. They always do that. And that's what we have to re- we have to say this. We have to tell the children because 
right now, they're not going to allow us to teach it in the public school. So we got to teach it in our homes, mothers, yeah. fathers, black sisters, history. brothers. We've got to pass that knowledge on. We've yeah, got to educate this. them. That's so, right. Let me get back to my original premise. Here's the deal. So if 90% of the rap music is being bought by white people and white kids, so they're paying for the right to say niggas. Huh? Oh, my goodness. Listen to mm-hmm. that. But, mm-hmm. but you know what, friend? He, he, he is so right because I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. uh, just before I came home, they, they locked me up. Now, yeah. it, you know, and I'm back there in segregation, which is the box. And I'm hearing these youngsters, they going in. Yeah, my name and this and that and that. And I'm like, man, I wish they shut up. So I go to sleep, and the next morning, you know, they take you out for a shower at 6 in the morning. And these two guys are still talking. And I'm like, these two young dudes, they just sound like they need to shut up. or Everything <laughs> come out their mouth is the N-word. Friend, mm. you wouldn't believe when I passed these two dudes said it was two white boys. Mm-mm-mm. I swear to God, it was two brothers. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I'm saying. So here they are. Here, as we as artists, we have been pimped. And as we're being pimped, we're allowing them to go ahead and gang rape us. Oh, mm. yeah. There you go. Ooh. Because they Ooh. pay for the right. Hey, I bought that's this. Wicked. And what's the first thing they say? What's well, just a song? Yeah. Ooh, it's just a wicked. song, right? That's what they say. I, I, I stopped white boys. They say, what are you doing? They say, I, it's just a song. My daughter was in school. She's on a soccer team, and the white girl's on a soccer team. She quit the team because they were using the N-word in the locker room because it was in the song. She really, knowing full well she was the only black girl on the team, and they did that to get on her nerves. Mm. So here we are. We're allowing them with our art. We're, allowed, we're taking our art, mm-hmm. being pimps, and then they're whipping us with our own art. They're taking our culture. That bastardizing our culture, exactly. Yep. Just taking, and they know it's a good culture. That's how come they're trying to to steal it. But I don't care how much you try to steal it. If the rudiments of that culture is not in you, you can't imitate it. It will fall to the wayside. That's how come we got to step up. We need to step up. We need to put our differences to the side and stop worrying about whose hair is nappy and who's straight and who the hell gives a damn and, you know, Mm -hmm. who's light and who's dark. Who cares? We all from... I, my 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 mother used to say we all from ain't Hagar. You know who Hagar is. Hagar was a- Abraham's um um, mm-hmm. um uh, Abraham's That's wife right. Sarah's. Uh, God, I don't want to call her concubine. She was the, the handmaiden. She was the handmaiden. Mm-hmm. So that there, therefore, look at here. We all the same, and y'all better. So, man, I'm telling you, I just wish I could go somewhere and and just drill it into their heads to make them mm. understand that this is what needs a unity, unification. Without unification, there is nothing, and what you will get is defecation. Okay. Um, That's can, can I speak for a second? Yes, and this. Please give your name. I'm Scott Young. Okay. New York City. Um, young lady, what's your name? I'm Lady of Love. Lady of Love. Let me tell you something. I love the way you speak. I love the way you deliver. And I got something to tell you. I want you to go to a spot called Community Gap. Mm-hmm. It's on <laughs> Facebook. It's on and Facebook. It's on Facebook. It's called Community Gap. 
Okay. And that's my page where I let everybody, I don't care who you are, West Coast, East Coast, everybody, put whatever you're doing in your community that's positive and put up your positive pieces. Oh, okay. Okay? Yeah. Now, I seen you there because you said something a minute ago about the police and how we need to change them. And Cran know for the last three months, I have been incorporated with the police clergy of New York City. Mm-hmm. And I have been going to the schools, speaking to the kids. I spoke to 268 kids yesterday from 11 o'clock in the morning to 5 to 3 in the afternoon. And the whole thing that I'm saying is they're giving me the knuckleheads, the ones that got the last chances, mm-hmm. all of that. That's right. But it's just not them that I am speaking to. I'm speaking to the police crew that's with me. Because five of them are police officers, and it's only me and, the, and me, which I'm um, be a, 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 a registered minister, ordained minister, and Reverend Jordan. We're the only two, you know, police persons. And it's a, a, a process because when I first went in, you know, the, the five officers would, you can't break this law, you can't do that. You go through the train, it's a $100 fine. Now they're telling how. They got in trouble before they was police officers. How football saved them or how the Army saved them, and then they came out and became police officers, but how they got arrested for robbery or beating somebody up or losing their temper. And they're showing them that they're people because, see, as, you know, we spoke before about the suit. The suit has a stigma with it. You know what I'm saying? It's the suit. And people don't look at them as people. You know, they look at the suit. And mm-hmm. I have been blessed, and I really say this, blessed to be able to be that voice that you're talking about. I am that voice. So anybody that got anything to say to them, tell me, because I will say it to them. And I'll say it in a politically correct way where they understand what I'm talking about. So I'm that voice. So in time... You want something you got to say that needs to be said or, 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 or to them personally, talk to me. Because mm-hmm. we have to tell them how the community is feeling. I got right. Some, That's some, it. Some, they have to hear. Yeah. I got some elderly that's telling me they wouldn't back the police for nothing in the world. They're out here killing my grandbabies and stuff. And I told them that. I went down there and told them, I said, when you get the elderly, the, the the forefathers and the grandmothers and grandfathers that don't want to back you, mm-hmm. you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, I said it myself to them. Yeah. So you know, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's 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 the it, you know, I'm just blessed. Y'all really don't know how I'm feeling right now. You know, when I talk about this, you know, because I I, I, I'm not tooting my horn, but I don't think God could have put a better person in the position for that because of where I came from. Mm. See, if people don't know my history and where I came from, they'll be like, anybody can do that job. Now, (laughs) not this here. You know, and they ain't just giving me no no brothers and sisters from the hood. They might give me a brother that they might think is the nerd from the hood and a sister that, you know, trying to do a job working a little bit too hard. You know, but they're going to give me the the, 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 the Caucasians that look like they're straight clansmen or skinheads. Mm. You know, 
and, and been working in the gym, all socked up, looking like they've been hitting that what they call that steroids, jacked up like a rod, you know. Mm. <laughs> but, I hear you. Know you. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I but, see but it. You because, know what? Yeah. When I tell you, lady of love, by the time we leave that school at the end of the day, yeah. them brothers call me brother and they embrace me. You know what I'm saying? And they tell me they're so glad. They called me yesterday and told me they want to start filming. They had to get my permission. It's in the order of film crew. So I'm going to give it to them. You know? Yeah. And that's what it is. And only God can do that. Nobody else but him did what they Amen. So don't, don't, don't forget. I'm here. Y'all need help? I'm here. Because yeah, now, I'm, see, people don't realize what I'm doing. I'm making the ex-convict a commodity now. Mm. Because if I can do it from where I came from, they see where I came from, then they're going to need them in their communities. Every community has this problem. Y'all throwing away the ex-convicts like you're throwing away the soldiers that come from war. Yeah. You're not giving them nothing. But they got something to give back to the community. You just got to give them a chance. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it, it, it works both ways. You know what I'm saying? And if this works here and they film it and they see it's working for the schools and they watching it work for the classes, every time I leave, the captain called me and be like, yo, they just told me you was outstanding today. I don't even know what to say to you. I said, captain, I'm doing what God showed me what to do. He said, just keep up the good work. And, you know, what I'm saying is that we have to help each other. We have to market each other. People on Facebook crying and throwing that. That's a marketing lane. That's where you market yourself. That's, right. That's where you let people know who you are. And it's free. And you don't have to pay rent. That's right. I was about to say that. It's free. And that and that <laughs> that's the that's kind of the, the the like uh, that's the middle lane. You got the bottom, and and we need a top. And that top is to be in that politics. We need to control that. We need to you know we need to have a bargaining um, tool, and that well, we do not have. You we know, don't. I'm gonna say something because I think a lot of us are uh, confused as for what it means to control the political arena. I think that a lot of us have been under this impression, which actually is a misconception, that because your mayor is black or because your congressman is African-American or because your senators are or your councilmen or councilwomen are, that that guarantees us that our agenda is going to be made priority and that's not As true. you can see, we have a president whom is in black skin, but that does not guarantee to the black community that their needs are going to be the priority needs mm-hmm. that are going to be what They're is to- um, the agenda. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen that way, and I think we need to wake up to that. Reality, It's not going to come that way. No, it's not. The thing is this. Until we unite, like every other community, which is being called by the nation they come from, until the islanders say, I no longer want to be called Jamaican, mm. Trinidadian, mm-hmm. um, uh, from St. Thomas or the British Isles. I want to be called 
African. Mm-hmm. Come on. Until man. the African Americans say, I don't want to be called black anymore in America. I'm going to not check that off. When I fill out applications and documents, That's I'm going right. to put that I'm of African descent. And no, I may not know specifically what country. Exactly. I'm from, but I know that's the continent exactly. that my people descended from. That's then, right. once we unite and, and demand our national heritage be acknowledged in America, then we can start. Then we can build. Mm-hmm. Then we can be respected. Because right yeah. now they're looking at us as a very segregated people. Among ourselves. Yes, right among ourselves. Where we don't even like, some of us don't even like to mingle. We want to stay in our own Separate clique. little clique. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, where, and and that's, that's what's killing us. Because I look at it. all the other nations, and even with the Asians, and even with the Latinas, you wouldn't even know who hated who. That's when right. When they're all together in one room. The Italians are a prime example. Mm-hmm. That, you know, they don't like Sally. Sally is a this and a that and all them curse words that they can come up with describing Sally, but let something go down and Sally need them and watch them rally to because why? Because he's an Italian and he and they know his family from the sixth root to the seventh root and that and this That's and right. that mm-hmm. and 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 um you know, it would be a disgrace, and Mama so-and-so would knock us in the head, and the blah, blah, blah. But we don't have that character in our, in, in, in our uh, kindred kind. We, don't, we, we have forgotten how um, you could go next door and borrow, borrow a cup of sugar mm-hmm. from Miss Susie. You know what I'm saying? And, yes. or, or, or she she knows that your kids, you know, you, you couldn't get home, whatever. Kids are locked out. She'll let them in the house. There won't mm-hmm. be no big disturbance with somebody calling the police, somebody, oh, so-and-so's mm-hmm. children are outside. We, we protected right. each other. Today it's not happening like that. And it, mm. it's because of the separation in slavery. And that crap has crept back into America again. I don't know where I do know where it came from, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut about that because that's another can of worms. And But it, it has crept back in just as if it the time was rolling back. We're like in the 1800s now. This is 2000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, it's oh. like the time is rolling back. Right. I mean, right. We, we're here. I'm worried about how long somebody's hair is. Who the heck cares? I, for me, I my hair is long. But to me, the girls that have the short hair and they could curl their little hair up, have their little pretty little curls, honey, I can't do that. I get curls. I get curls for a few minutes. I hurry up and take my little pictures because they will be gone. You understand? Mm-hmm. I, they don't. They don't last with me. All right. And so, I mean, it's the the separation. That stupid separation. The house Negro, um, uh, the the uh, upstairs maid Negro, the 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 field hand Negro. All of that was in separation. And please don't forget the. Uh, plantation hopping dandy and we've got mm. that climate right now where the man can't keep his pants on with one woman he mm-hmm. got to run all over the place taking his Ooh. pants off in every other house you weren't pre- pre- 
you weren't programmed nor prepared for that. The, the, the being in close proximity with another woman other than your wife, it, the, the reason for that is that you are protection and guidance, men, and you're supposed to see us women, queens, who are maybe in danger or maybe need an assistance, and you see us to that assistance and take your hips home. You don't be inviting mm. yourself in and getting yourself all comfortable and finding a space that you feel because I I, I may be um, uh, without a man or, you know, I need something or I may be in a certain predicament and here you come in, in, in injecting yourself into my life with a lot of mm. foolishness, trying to anyway. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to have to educate you. We, we're serious because it's really crazy. We have no business mm-hmm. with this divide among this beautiful, loving, black. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. Family. I can't say different because we are a family. We all do. Where mm-hmm. do you see any black people coming from any place with Africa? So it must be some type of family. Mm-hmm. Everybody black come out of Africa. They ain't come from nowhere else. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care what you, where you landed in the bottom That's of Australia. I don't give a freak where, where that you were was. dropped off. What yes, boat you came you on across the? <laughs> you come from mother. That's right. Lands. That's treasure. our mother. Motherland's treasure chest. Mm, mm, That's mm, where mm. you come from. You are the jewels of the motherland. That's and right. we need to lift up our heads. The Bible tells you to lift up your head, all ye gates, and be lifted up. Ye everlasting doors, and everybody reading the Bible and don't know what you're reading. It mm, tells mm, you, it gives mm. you the clues, it tells you everything. Mm, mm. Everything that you need. Don't think that we're discounted in the Bible, although a lot of people mm-hmm. like to say that, you know, this and that and the three. But ain't no way in the world can be no white people over there hot as it is in northern Africa. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Shooting folks was colored <laughs> and mm-hmm. colored well. Believe That's me. Right. And 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 the the myths and all the other foolishness. We're going to have to dispel these things, and we're going to have to get some type of control in the political arena. We need to be there. Where do where do you go and lobby for what? Who do you see? Which one of our black brothers and sisters you see, or groups of our black brothers and sisters lobbying in Washington for what? For we can't lobby. We don't have no money. All the money is in jewelry or some mm-hmm. sagging down pants or. 69 different colored sneakers. I wouldn't be having none of that on my foot. Are you kidding me? Looking like Clown Dilly. Come on. That's right. We 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 definitely have to. And I believe even Marcus Garvey, that was something that he was constantly declaring in his speeches. And I, I still will, will listen to audio recordings of speeches mm. that he uh, dictated to our community. It was our time then and it's our time now to know who we are to understand why we are in the state that we're in here in America and to decide because you have to make the decision this is not going to be the legacy I'm leaving to the next generation and that's how he was and he was determined. He said, anyone that wanted to go with him, he said, come on. He said, because right now the way America is set up, it's set up for the black man to fail. Mm-hmm. It's set up for genocide 
to uh, relinquish or vanquish the African seed from the planet. And those who know the truth about the depopulation agenda, which is already in effect, has been in effect for uh, many scores now yes. and centuries. Yes. Um, if you know that, you should govern yourself accordingly. Any wise man or wise woman would do so mm-hmm. and would understand, you know, we've got to plan to succeed, even though all of the odds are stacked up high against us, even though there is a plot Mm-hmm. which is already in motion to foil us for mm-hmm. our dreams and plans to prevent us from reaching our fullest potential as a nation, we can outsmart the enemy. But we can't do it divided. Exactly. We're going to fall. As long as we're divided, we're going to fail. And that's history right. has taught us that. That's and right. that's what I'm not understanding. Like, why can't we learn from the past. That's why we're doomed. Cause they we're doomed twerk and in destined to repeat it because we're not learning from it. Twerk in we the are well, literally they... ignoring the truth that's right in front of us. That's right. Well, and that is that we've got to unite as a people. Stop with this. Uh, if 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 you don't speak English flawless. Mm-hmm then you cannot assemble where I assemble. And if you're not at least holding to uh, um, master-level degrees or graduate-level degrees, then you cannot mesh with the group that I'm a part of. We've got to stop all this divide, all this division, And we've got to come together as a people and say, you know what? I'm from the same continent you're from. So we're family. And it's it's about time that we start acting like family. Right. Because one thing I know about family is this. You may not like the way I wear my hair, Mm -hmm. and you may not necessarily like the style of the clothes I wear, but if we're family and when the chips are down, I got your back and you got my back. That's family. Amen. I ain't going to let you go down in no hole. Right. I ain't going to let your child not have food to eat. My child got food to eat. That's family. That's family. If we got to rub two quarters together and make sure that everybody has something and every mouth is fed, we're going to do what we got to do. That's, That's right. family. We've come so far away from being family as a community, and that's what our enemy prides on. That's what they pray against us with. They will use one sect of us against the other sect of us and play us against each other as long as it means they stay on top. And we've got to open our eyes to that truth and say, you know what? We're going to pull the plug on this. We're going to stop fueling their sources and resources, and we're going to start fueling the businesses within our community so that they can stay afloat. That's absolutely We've got to invest. We've got to care. I saw a brother on, on, on Facebook the other day. I, I, I don't know. I guess the famous rapper. I don't know, but 
he was getting on somebody else's case. He said, look at y'all. Y'all sitting there worried about getting cars and, and stuff like that and rims. He said, you know what? I'm not happy until I make enough money that I can get my mama out the hood. Mm. That's when I know I've done something. And the thing mm-hmm. is this, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it, it don't take a whole lot of money to go ahead and get started. The problem is we ain't got no patience. And you know now, That's if, it. If, if Scott is still on the line, he knows that he if you've been around, you've been around block. You know this. If you you know started, I know, bro. So you know if you want to go ahead and start selling something on the corner, you they might front you maybe thirty five, thirty fifty dollars, something that they know they can they can uh, get their money back real quick. Mm-hmm. If you now if you're savvy, you gonna take that fifty dollars and come back next week or or tomorrow and re up four hundred. Mm. Yes. Why, That's it. Why can, why can we do that with drugs, but we can't do that with nothing else? Mm, mm, mm. Now, you exactly. hit the nail right on the head exactly. with that statement. Exactly. That's exactly what it how is. Can, how come? Man. That's it. We're doing it for drugs, but we're not doing it for community building. Up building. Better men of the community. Brad, what I say every time, every week, what I say, if I did what I did on the other side of the street, why I can't do it on this side? Yes, you do. That was my lesson last week in my class. To to to, and I, I teach the homeless uh, once a week, and that was my lesson. That and I and I look right at one little brother. and I said, "You can read, read a triple beam skill, can't you?" And he couldn't lie because I had him dead to right. You know, I said, "You can read the triple beam." I said, "You're a businessman. You need to be an entrepreneur. You need to be doing what you what you did in the street. You need to be doing that in a boardroom of some type." Some type mm-hmm. of business. If it ain't nothing, and I use my little funny scenario, I said, if it ain't nothing but having a company punching out fraud eyes, so what? Be that? That's what right. you do? That's what you do. And you mm-hmm. make a living out of that. You understand? And here's the problem. Mm-hmm. And here's the problem with the music. I go back to the music. What is what are the hip-hop video show? Mm, chicks whopping and whopping and dudes with <laughs> big chains and popping bottles. Stupid And when they stuff. get money... And when they get money, what's the And making it rain. <laughs> Don't mm-hmm. make it that dumb mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> Again, you know what? They, could, they couldn't take me to the club because if I made it rain, somebody going to the hospital, I ain't got never pennies and nickels in my pocket. <laughs> for um C, uh cash that money C C T C um Chasta check and they had a party in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I had never I never in my life been to a strip club or nothing like that. So mm-hmm. I'm there and next thing you know there's these two chicks on the bars and G strings <laughs> and crazy clothes and they dancing. Right out in the street. White boy is standing there and he's doing this stuff with his fingers and flipping these dollar bills on them like it's raining. Mm. And I'm like oh looking and I'm like, yo, what's all this on my foot? Wow. And I was oh like, and I said, that ain't for me. I, and one girl got off the bar. She had a little bag. She was picking it up. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Mm. I, said, I said, shoot, ain't nowhere in the world. If I had something to rain, like I said, they'd be getting hit with some nickels and quarters. You know what I'm saying? And and I might want change. <laughs> but, might but, want my, change. But, but my point is this. Artists, the top-selling artists, are pushing that's what you want to do with your money. 
My thing is this. I don't want nothing stupid. I don't want a stupid neighbor. I don't want a stupid friend. I don't want a stupid dog. And I definitely don't want no stupid money. Exactly. I want my money to make money. Exactly. That's it. You, so you know what? You, I thought, go ahead and call me. If you're buying rims and you ain't, and you, put it this way, if you live in your mother's house and you got $5,000 worth of rims on your $5,000 car, you stupid. Sure yeah. enough. Or live in the projects and got it like that. Mm-hmm. Well, if you live in the projects and you driving a Corvette, guys, you stupid. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I, when I first got out of the military, I got, a, I got a good job because of what I did in the military. Now, mm-hmm. I know me. If you give me a nickel, I'm going to spend seven cents. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing I did was I need a place to live. Why am I buy me a house so if I lose a job, I still have me a house? Mm-hmm. I did lose a job. I found another job, and I kept that house going. What I did was I bought a duplex, two one-bedroom apartments. They ain't nothing spectacular, but they mined and paid for. And That's before right. I wake up, before I wake up in the morning, somebody owes me some money. Ooh, wait, just listen to that. That's what I'm talking about. Before mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning, somebody owes me no. some money. Now, I'm not no, you're going to pick that up. I'm not a rich man. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not a rich man, but I know that I had to do the best I could with what I had. And I know that, like I said, if you give me a nickel, I'm going to spend seven cents. I'm going to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. So what, knowing who I am, what did I do? I said, well, when I first get some money, I better get something that's going to that's gonna sustain itself and fix it so that I don't end up looking stupid after having all that money. Absolutely. The last Absolutely. thing you want to do is look back and say, I got regrets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, and I, yeah. you know, to tell you, I got plenty of fans. If you see me walking down the street and I fall in a ditch, don't be a fool and fall in the same ditch. Go around, daggone. Go around. Following me. <laughs> but at the same token, if you see me go around that ditch, follow me. Don't, don't, look, don't look at everybody else and just say, wow, it's jacked up down here. Go around. Now, like I said, if you can go ahead, if you can take $50 and make $400 out of it in a week selling weed, you can sell oranges. You can sell something. Come on, now. bananas or some pickles or something. You could you go can down, you go down, that's... down on Broadway in in uh, in Manhattan to you know them wholesale joints and get you some of that junk and stuff and 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 start selling. All right, now then you step up and get something better, and then you could continue to elevate you yourself. And you get a card table and sell stuff. Lady of love. Until you get like she is a robot, you know, because they didn't start no No building. They think that job is beneath them. Uh They think that stuff, that's why. Mm. And then they get Mm -hmm. mad when the little essays and the Hispanics and the Jamaicans and the Barbadians, all of them got jobs and they walk around in nurse uniform. They mad at them. They mad at the Cubans and Colombians and Dominicans because they got all the stores. But you had them there before they did. Yeah, but they ain't had nothing. They 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 stole from each other. And then you sitting up here and 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 you mad at them because they got it, but you that's they beneath you. All you hear all these foreigners, they got all the jobs because they want. They know that when they went to bed last night, the money they make this morning was something they didn't have yesterday. But right. you don't think hmm. about that. You want yours all in one wop because you want to be balling. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Mm. You, know, you I'm want to tell you right you, now. 
Mm-hmm. Bands will make her dance, so they're going to go pop a band for some. I wish I would get, have a stack of money like that and go throw it up in the air. If I do, it'll be inside my house where I can retrieve it. <laughs> yeah, look here, let me tell you. I'm going to say this here. I've seen people lined up in the streets on cold nights to get the brand new pair of Jordans or the new iPhone, but they won't stand in that, that the, the line to get a job for, mm-hmm. for, for the job fair. They won't even go. They won't even go. You can take fifty dollars, lazy. You can take fifty dollars, get you a backpack and a bus pass and a bu- and a bunch of socks, and have more money today than you had yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I stand on the corner just selling white socks. Mm-hmm. Socks is something that everybody needs. Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna buy some socks off you. All the time. You know what I'm saying? If you got a backpack and a bus pass. You can go ahead and make some money. Mm-hmm. Like these, I see these Spanish people down here. They yeah. be um, selling bottles of water. They have the little with, um, cooler, and they got yep. it stacked with ice and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they done went to uh, BJ's to have their mama or whatever take them to BJ. These be young kids, mm-hmm. and 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 they and they had the water in there, and they be selling a dollar a pop. So you know. It's just like imagine you you got you a big old bottle of a box of crack or whatever you sell weed or whatever, and now you're gonna you're going to turn this commodity into legal cash and not be be sitting there. We're uh, talking about Bahando and wor- worrying about who the heck is on the roof and who who's going to stick up man coming. Oh, Lord, girl, you done heard all that, too? Yeah, you know, I'm from New York, I, you know. I don't know all about all that there. I'm not, I'm not version to that. I'm a chaplain, so I, I know a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I, I know a lot. Of I didn't know you were from New York, but, uh, yeah, when you said all that, because... Most people don't know about the roof and all of that. Of course. I, I'm, a, I'm an observant person at that, too. And even if I didn't know, and I and I look up and I see some strange, first of all, I, I, I've watched so many movies, I'm going to be looking at, wait, wait a minute, what the heck is going on? Who are you trying to hit? You know, and I want to be moving out of the line of fire. I want to go underground or something. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, huh? you know there's men, you know there are people, who started off with a food truck? They got four or five restaurants now. Mm-hmm. I got a cousin they, doing it on the West Coast right now. They started with a truck, a little cart rather. Mm-hmm. And that cart, they, they worked hard, saved their money, and they will not watch just one restaurant, but four restaurants. That's right. It can happen, That's but right. you got to put the work in. You got to put the work in, and it's, it's not going to happen overnight. No, it's not going to happen overnight. But guess what? Drug money, like they say, is fast money, but fast That's money right. don't last money. That's right. A, a fast grind fizzles out. Okay, uh, what we're going to do now, we're going to each give some final thoughts because of our topic for the evening. Um, I do want everyone's perspective to be heard, and I think that it will be a positive or a plus to end the show on that note. Um, so I want to, again, thank you. Thanks to each and every one that's still on the call line of our show tonight, the Exceptional Scribble Show, Episode 44. Thanks for your valued input. We're going to do a roundtable. I'm going to give everyone a chance to give some final thoughts and feedback, and I'm going to restate what our topic is. 
the impact of hip-hop on society, both the youth and the elderly, pros and cons, focus word, phrase, hip-hop nation, and pop culture. You can go either way, discuss your final thoughts and your opinions, or you can just give a summary of what you gained from tonight's show. We're going to start with Delaware with Mr. Greg Austin, then we're going to go down the line to Texas, and then Florida, and then New York, and then I will wrap the show up for tonight. All right. Well, thank you very much. And here's, again, all I want to say is we as artists, we can make, the, we can change the industry. Mm-hmm. What we have to do is decide to take on that challenge. We change the industry, we change our community. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Texas? Okay, we're going to move to Florida. That's Queen Poetress, Lady of Love. Thank you, uh, Francine. It was an absolute great, great, great show tonight. A lot of positive input into it. Hello? uh, Can you hear me? Uh, Yes, ma'am. Oh, a lot of positive input uh, tonight. and my desire is to see some of these seeds that were planted tonight mm-hmm. come to life. And we've got to be on mm-hmm. earnest about it and be on our job, especially we who are the spoken and written word artists. We are the modern-day prophets. We see these things because we put it down on paper through our pens. Mm. And so we're going to have to be not only the prophetic, we're going to have to be some of the groundwork. We're going to have to get in there and put some shoulders to the to the grinding stone and just get it off the ground. If you've made good, if you've planted good seeds, it will grow a good harvest. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Well spoken. Next, we're going to pass the mic to Mr. Scott Young. King, warrior, and brother, community leader. Francine, as always, it's been a pleasure. Lady Love. Same here. Uh, my brother down there in Boston. Y'all, were, you know, there's not much I can say, but I'm going to say this here. Hip-hop, when that word was said, it gave you a measure of pride. People loved wearing their Kangos and their Adidas and their Shell Toes or Pumas or Ballys or Clarks or, you know, um, or, uh, uh, what they call them. I can't remember them. British Walkers. Mm. You know, Travel Fox. Mm-hmm. You know, people, we had hip-hop was a style. Hip-hop was a religion. Hip-hop was a lifestyle. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You lived it. It lived and had its own grievance. This stuff that they call hip-hop today is trash, garbage, and it ain't nothing but dust in the wind. But like the brother said, we got to be the ones to challenge. But when you're greedy for money, and like you said, um, Fran, when you give up your integrity Mm. for no more than crumbs, you got to remember all them crumbs still ain't going to make a cookie, you know. And the best thing I could tell people is stay with the five Ps. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. 
I'll mm-hmm. say that again. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. So if you're properly prepared, you won't poorly perform at any task that you're ready for. And with that, gentlemen, ladies, kings mm-hmm. and queens, blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm just going to put the plug in for Brother Scott uh, Dwayne Young because his show airs on on tomorrow, which is Wednesday. And I want to invite each and every listener to tune in live on Wednesday, February the 11th, to TNL Radio presents Pull Up Your Pants. The host is Scott Young. He is an artist. He is a public speaker, a writer, a radio show host, and entrepreneur. He is the host of Pull Your Pants Up, Put Down the Gun, and Let's Have Some Fun. The show comes to you live on Internet Radio. You can go to www.t as in Tom and L as in Love Radio. Dot com. Every Wednesday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the call-in number is area code 305-848-8888. I repeat, area code 305-848-8888. And the access code is 906 906- Seven zero one nine eight six zero. I repeat nine zero six seven zero one nine eight six zero. For those of you who are on Facebook, you can go to the Exceptional Scribble Show, episode forty four. You will see that information pinned at the top. Also, you can go to the Exceptional Scribble fan page, and you will see that information. Or you can go to Francine Elizabeth Natal's Facebook wall, and you will see the information posted there. We welcome you to join Brother Scott Young. I will be joining him as well, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TNL Radio Presents Pull Up Your Pants. And I'm going to repeat, uh, Brother Dwayne Scott Young has a very faithful wise saying, and it goes like this, the five P's are proper preparation prevents poor performance. I repeat, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Yes, I give a big salute to Brother Scott Young. Thank you, Brother Scott, for the word for today, tonight. It was powerful. And ladies and gentlemen, for those of you tuning in, I will be posting the archive link of tonight's show. It will be posted ASAP, which means as soon as possible. Um, I'm not certain if it will be available just yet as for tonight, but it will be available for tomorrow. So please follow me on Facebook. I will have that information ready. So for anyone who could not listen for the duration of the show, you'll be able to hear it. It's live audio. Recording will be available for you in the archives link of TalkToYou.com. And I'm going to say, I think we may still have Texas on the line. Texas, are you still with us? 
yes. Hello? Yes, welcome. Good evening. Please give your name. Tell us where you're from. Hi, uh, my name is Wise Words. Um, I live in Houston, Texas, but I'm by way of Louisiana. Oh, Wise Words, correct? Uh, yes, ma'am. Welcome. I believe, is this your first time calling into the show? Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, I, I know Nikki Will. I've been knowing her for a few years. One of my good friends. Oh, she told okay. Me, Wonderful. Well, we are very honored to have you with us on tonight. Please feel free to share any thoughts or any uh, remarks you may have about what our topic has been that we've been covering tonight. Um, And I'll just restate what that topic is. Our uh, topic on tonight is the impact of hip-hop on society, both the youth and the elderly, pros and cons. And we just have for our focus word phrase, hip-hop nation or pop culture. Would you like to give any feedback about some of what you've heard tonight on tonight's panel? Well, it was. Um, I think the whole night was pretty good um, because you, whenever you, you're into a conversation, you want to enter to learn and you want to exit to spread. So you want to enter into a place where there's a building of communication to learn as much as you can. And when you exit, you spread the knowledge to others. So mm-hmm. that everyone had knowledge to spread, but don't just stop here. You want to continue to put it, bring it other places. And um, yes. I, myself, I perform my new poetry, comedy, uh, motivation speech, and I, I write as well, but I don't have any sexual content or profanity in anything that I do. I, I also mm. don't use the same word, but the reason being, I minded in history, and it was like when I was growing up, I'm 33. I remember being growing up in Louisiana at 9, 10, 11. You fight over that word. Then by the time I got 17, mm. it was okay. And it was like, no, nah, mm. it's not okay. Because my whole life, I thought it wasn't. So mm-hmm. I, I always, I when I tell people about rap, I say, I, li- I listen to rappers who are quicker not to use the N word or the F word because it seems like they don't know what to say. They say F this or N that, how to N this, N, N the F word. And like, you substitute that because you don't know how to rap. So mm. me, if you're good at what you do, you can do anything without using certain words and without downgrading someone else to make yourself look better. You know, and... um. As a poet, I always try to tell them you want to expand your vocabulary. If the only word you know is, is three curse words in the N word, then you're not really a poet to me. You know, I like to hear words I don't know so I can research it after I finish hearing your poem. And uh, that makes me better, but it makes you better as well. So with our youth, we have to realize that we teach them the importance of words and the meaning of words. And you may change, try to change the meaning, but at the end of the day, we know what it represented. You know, so. That's right. It's very important that we teach them that because some of them don't know. And mm-hmm. I had a quick story. I was working in the school system and had a boy, one of the 13-year-old boys, this was in 2010, I was like, um, George George Foreman, the boxer. And he looked at me, he was seventh grade, he said, uh, Mr. Crook, you talking about the, the the grill man? I said, yeah, he's a boxer. No, he ain't never boxed my whole life even doing grills. And I thought about it, I had to stop. And I said, wait, he's 13. You know, George Foreman retired before he was born. So to him, right. I knew the he never saw, right. I knew the boxer. So I had to take now and tell him and explain to him before he got to the grill, he was known as a boxer. So mm-hmm. he's still the same man, just different meaning, just known for something different. So we have to teach our kids that, okay, um, over time, I had a kid, you know, Ice Cube was a rapper because all you see is all we know yet. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. Friday. So mm-hmm. the same thing with that word. They took that word and tried to make it positive, but they have to realize that it starts from somewhere. So we have to take our time to teach them the truth. Like, you can't discover something to somebody already. That's why I don't like, I don't celebrate Columbus Day. How could you celebrate Columbus Day 
if somebody was here before him. I can't discover your house. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we just take our time to teach them and let them understand and know that instead of getting on them, because sometimes I see people jump on them because they're mm-hmm. using the word or they're doing something improper instead of teaching them why they shouldn't do it. You know? That's true. That is so true. If we teach them well, they will lead us. Mm-hmm. But we've got to teach them. And I believe it was Maya, the late great poet Maya Angelou, that said, each one teach one. Mm-hmm. And that's what's necessary, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to take the time to teach. And then they have information to go on. If we're not willing to share what we know, how will they know and how can they grow? Exactly. So it starts with us, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank everyone who contributed to tonight's show because this show consisted of literary artists from various genres of writing coming together from various backgrounds, sharing all that they are and what they know, and being willing, open-minded to receive knowledge and to gain new insight, a new perspective, and even full understanding, more full understanding than what they already came with. So it's all about an educational session. This is the type of platform we have on the Exceptional Scribble Show. It's one that if you want to advance your pen, if you want to take your artistry to the next level, you will gain the insight, you will gain the perspective, you will gain the wisdom and the knowledge that you need to do that. And we also support those who are artists that need exposure. This is a platform that you can come to and your show will be promoted. We always put our community as artists first. This is not about Me, this is not about my co-host. This is about us. It's an us thing, or we thing. So if you're an artist and you're listening in, know that this show is a platform designed to help you further enhance your literary skills as a literary artist and also your creativity as an artist in general because every artist needs Exposure, and that's another mission why this platform was created, to grant you the space, the opportunity to get heard, to be noticed. Because if you're not heard and you're not noticed as an artist, you won't go far. So we're giving you that opportunity. Feel free. Every Tuesday night we're on the air, same network. The Exceptional Scribble Show is on TalkShoe.com. Our show's ID number on TalkShoe.com on the Internet is 133193. Feel free to call in. Our call-in phone is 724-444-7444. I repeat, 724-444-7444. And remember the ID number because you will need to key that into the phone pad when you call in that ID number 
is 133-193. And you will be entering in as a guest if you are not already signed up. With TalkShoe.com, you are entering in as a guest in order to chat in the chat room. I want to thank everyone who joined us in the chat room, everyone who joined us on the call. And I want to announce that on next week, on next Tuesday, we will have for our Spotlight feature artist, the Master Scribe, otherwise known as Mr. Boston, Sir Jeffrey Sanders, we will be discussing for the topic, Fighting Injustices via Pen and Script. Fighting Injustices via Pen and Script. Our focus word phrase is poetic justice. So, ladies and gentlemen, please come back. Join us. And we want you to know that we welcome you. To listen, at this time I'm going to play some music. This is original music by Mr. Greg Austin. He was on the call tonight. He's a caller from Delaware who shared a lot of wisdom with us about the plight of the urban hip-hop artists, what's wrong with urban hip-hop today, and what should become right in urban hip-hop. And it all starts with the mind. The money should not be the priority. It should be investing so that you can have a better life in a better community. So let's become community helpers, ladies and gentlemen. This song is entitled Light of the Trinity by Greg Austin. Enjoy. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's Light of the Trinity. It's a single by Greg Austin. You can go online to cdbaby.com backslash Greg Austin, and you will find that single available. It is a $0.99 download. Enjoy his music. And we're going to go from... Here. Thank you for tuning in, and I'm going to play this song one last time, and then our show is ending for the night. Have a peaceful evening tide, ladies and gentlemen. Peace and good health to all.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.